Hello, friends. The Morally Flexible podcast is devoid of any redeemable qualities. This show is basically a couple of drunk people doing some movie reviews, discussing topics that will make most people sick, and sharing life lessons of no educational value. Think of it as tainted domestic wisdom. This is a two to three hour podcast. If you have the attention span of a squirrel, please stop listening and unsubscribe. We also provide spoiler-filled movie reviews. If you haven't seen the movies reviewed in this episode, please stop listening and go watch them. Lastly, this show is full of explicit content. If the words shit, fuck, bitch, whore, cock, pussy, or jizz bother you, it's probably too late. You've already been triggered. Hit stop now. We at the Morally Flexible Podcast thank you and hope you enjoy the show. It's the Morally Flexible Podcast. Your host is a drunken dumbass. So hide your girlfriends and hide your wives. Lock your liquor up tight. It's the Morally Flexible Podcast. This podcast is going to hell. Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. My name is Josh and I am your host. On tonight's episode, we are going to learn why you cannot kill David Arquette. All right. Sitting across from me, as always, he is the Courtney Cox to my David Arquette, uh, Mr. Michael Weed. Michael, how are you? Fantastic. Wonderful. Glad to hear it. So we got a man down among our listeners, my friend. Yes, we do. Mr. Doug Peters, uh, Mm. guest of the show, friend of the show. Yes, sir. uh, Has has come down with with the Rona. Mm, God damn uh, her. Yes, God damn Rona. So we want to wish him the best and a speedy recovery. However, he did tell me that uh, in his quarantine time, he is going to try to create his own podcast. Yes, so he is. Congratulations, Doug. Um, looking forward to more competition. Absolutely. Appreciate it. You should get together with Nicole. You guys can do notes <laughs> with Doomgen Pod. And at some point, we'll become completely irrelevant. Yeah. Uh. So, a little maintenance. Uh, remember last week we did some genital nicknames? We did. And we threw it out to the listeners and said, hey, throw oh, some shit. shit our way. We got, we got a couple. Oh, fuck, really? Yes, sir. Oh, so, yes. Remember that Portland guy? I remember that Portland guy. He doesn't care for Antifa. Gave us uh, the wonderful uh, Apple Podcast review. Yes, we it was brilliant. It. We enjoyed it. Uh, so, his contribution is uh, for Vagina, The Gash. Oh, yes, of course. Yes. Mm. And as for The Penis... It is the rod of apologies. <laughs> that's so honest. That's fucking brilliant. Oh, that's excellent. That is fucking brilliant. Oh, that Portland guy. That's good stuff. Done it again. Yes. No, we we tipped the glass to you, sir. Mm-hmm. That is that is fantastic. So Twitter, we added some folks. Holy we shit. We added more folks. Man, yes. We're fucking on a roll. We are. Pop Chaos Podcast, two pints of brew and a chocolate crispy. Don't know what the fuck that mm. is, but whatever. I've heard of Pop Chaos podcast. Yes, and then uh, No More Late Fees podcast. Oh, yes. No More Late Fees. Yes, and guess how oh, many followers? Guess how many followers that brings us to? Uh, how many? 128, which is what we were last week. So we lost a few. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's my best number. That's awesome. Well, hey. Turnover rate is uh, right on par. Please come, stay, enjoy an episode. 
or not, and then leave. Yeah. It's fine. Hey. It, it means I don't have to see your shit when you fucking post it. <laughs> we'll love you for it anyway. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yes, uh, please keep sending reviews, love feedback, however you want to do it. You can email, contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. On Facebook, it's the Morally Flexible Podcast. On Twitter, it is at the Morally. When you go to uh, the Instagram, it's uh, morally underscore flexible underscore podcast. And of course, uh, our wonderful hosting service is uh, anchor.fm forward slash morally flexible, morally flexible podcast. Yes, sir. Shabam drinks. All right, tonight it's an oldie but a goodie because mm-hmm. we didn't feel like shopping. No. We are with the Kilbegan traditional. That's right. 4080. Mm. You know the old girl. She's, uh, right. what is she at? 24? I think 24, 24. right now. I think yeah, that sounds right. 24, mm-hmm. 90. No, 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 no. She's a little, she's 19. Oh, 1995 shit. for the Kilbegan. Yes, we we love her so much. Mm-hmm. It was a toss up between uh, Kilbegan and the Gingers mm-hmm. tonight and, uh, Kilbegan has a little bit sweeter flavor. It does. A little better finish yeah. to it. So mm, it, Okay, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so when given the option, I always like to go that route. So, mm. Report time. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed to answer. Oh, You're supposed to say, you want me to answer? <laughs> yes. Yes, would you like to do some reporting? <laughs> yes, please. Oh, good. Worst co-host ever. <laughs> ever. Sometimes we just jump right into the bumper. I didn't want to step on it. Ah, that's all right. That's all right. I, I give you opportunities and you just, you know, you butt I'm, fuck. Them. I always try to feel it out a little bit. I and just have a very terrible timing. So I understand. So welcome to the weekly report for Wednesday. What is it? April 27th, 2022. Fuck me. It's almost May. Uh, that sucks. That's really sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. All right, so the big thing this week, and it's still going on as we're recording, is CinemaCon. Mm. We're not going to talk about it this week. There's... We will we will dissect the shit out of that next mm. episode, but there's still news and information coming in. I did cherry pick a couple of things just because I did want to comment on them, but all of these trailers that they're showing at mm. CinemaCon, we, I can't find them online yet. Mm-mm. They'll all be out by next week, by next episode, so yeah. we'll talk about it then. So I usually do not start off with the Y segment. However, why? Oh, it's my favorite. Reported from CinemaCon, because I just had to. Uh, <laughs> We're not going to talk about it. Let's yes, talk about Let's CinemaCon. talk about it. Uh, Bad Bunny announced to star in Spider-Man spinoff movie yes, he did. El Muerto. Yes, he did. What in the flaming fucking hell is Sony doing? Have oh, they, they lo- have no idea. Have they lost so their goddamn mind? Who's that character? It's the so, luchador bad guy? El Muerto first debuted in 2006's Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number six. Uh, El Muerto is a super-powered wrestler who yes. fought Spider-Man in a charity wrestling match where he nearly unmasked Spider-Man before being stung with a paralyzing poison. The two later teamed up to take down El Muerto's nemesis Dorado. The character currently has only two comic book appearances at this time. Okay, so I'm going to explain this whole thing to you. I'll tell you exactly why. One, Bad Bunny has a ridiculous following. Who the fuck is Bad Bunny? So he's a, a, a Latinx pop artist, right? Okay. Okay, and uh, he also has been in the WWE. He's wrestled. Well, yeah, and he trained, and he was actually really good. He used to just did a couple of, like, you know, kind of celebrity matches or whatever, but he actually took bumps. He actually performed. A, he had a decent moveset. 
He's fantastic. That's why he's, that's why I was like, oh, is it a wrestler one? I figured it was a wrestler one because of that. Makes sense. No, it, it do- no, it doesn't, Michael. They're making a fucking movie out of this. He's getting a solo Look, film. If Sony's ever proved us in, anything to us, it's that they only see money, they don't understand story, and they absolutely don't understand comic books. Because, I mean, you know who Morbius is, right? Uh, did, did you before the movie uh, not was before announced? the movie okay was announced. i didn't know there's a flying vampire so morbius was doctor. a little better known uh guess where it's at domestic as of oh, 26 days later now mm, i have no idea 70 million Ooh. that's it Ooh. i think it's 156 worldwide that is a bomb i will put a prediction out there oh please do bad bunny kills on opening weekend oh jesus christ it will it will i'm not saying it's gonna go past opening weekend i'm gonna say they have a good opening weekend and peter out from there do you think this is like they're trying to appeal to international a little bit that could be it okay um i i just know that bad bunnies concerts sell out and the tit like the cheapest tickets you can get are like five hundred dollars oh so he is very popular oh yes okay extremely so so that okay Mm -hmm. i know what they're doing money 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 Fucking morons. Yep. I'm and Bad Bunny's like, can I be a wrestler superhero? They're like, yeah, man. And he's like, fuck yeah. So have you listened to any of his stuff? Yeah, his music's pretty good. Is I mean, it? depending on the song. I mean, if you're into that kind, absolutely. Would I recognize any of these? No. Probably You not. might have heard it in a movie or two, but. Fine. No. One last thing out of CinemaCon. Uh, Venom 3 has been greenlit. <clears throat> That's right. And you know what that means, Josh? Let there be more carnage. Let there be Agent Venom. It, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what we're what they're gonna do with this. Probably something terrible. It sounds like are they still they're still keeping with Eddie Brock on this. And, yes, they are. Tom Hardy will yeah. be back. Or, I'm sorry, I don't know any details. I just know that the third film's been mm. confirmed. One would assume that Tom Hardy will come back. Yeah, if he cares. Yeah. I don't know if he does or not I have anymore. No idea. At this point, after two films, I would have given up on my life and no shit. Got, said, you know what? Money's great, but I'm, oh wait, never mind. That's why he'll do it. Money. <laughs> yes. I thought you had scruples, Tom. Hmm. Thought you had scruples. No scruples to be found. So Mark Hamill has announced that he will not be attending the Star Wars celebration in May. He did tweet a reason why. Oh. And I quote, Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker. Go fuck yourself. That's, that's what it says on Twitter. Really? No, I'm kidding. Oh, I was excited. I wish it was. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> That's why, bitches. i so excited. You, <laughs> you killed me in the second film of the sequel trilogy, you cock <laughs> goblin <dicks>. fuckers. <laughs> so here's what he tweeted. Sorry, I won't be able to join you this year at Star Wars Celebration. I am out of the country filming Mike Flanagan's The Fall of the House of Usher until early July. Have a wonderful time. I'll be with you in spirit while my actual body will be elsewhere. Go fuck yourselves, you little bastards. He's going to do The Fall of the House of Usher. Yes, he is. Really? Yes. This was the the movie that Frank Langella was just removed from due to some mm-hmm. naughtiness. So <laughs> Naughtiness. Naughtiness. <laughs> what did well, they expect? Yeah. The guy played Skeletor for fuck's sake. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, oh God, there was two Skeletors in that. Jesus, in this <laughs> movie. You got Hamill, who did He-Man oh, shit, Revelation. Oh, shit, you're right. Oh, Lange- my God. Oh, Wow. Wow, and Langella. So oh. much Skeletor. Not, not now. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. You fucked that up, asshole. We we could have had this like the perfect storm of uh, fucking you know the universe aligned at one point. It'd be amazing. Son of a bitch. God damn it. 
Hey, guess what else got greenlit? Uh, what? Uh, sequel for The Batman. <gasps> the Batman? Shocking no one mm, ever. Yeah. Oh, I guess that was announced at CinemaCon. I'm sorry. Yes, it was. <clears throat> didn't know. Didn't know. <laughs> so, shocker. It did 750 worldwide. Yeah. Not what I was thinking it would get. Thinking to. it would get. Mm. Batman v Superman made more. Mm-hmm. 900, I think, is what their final total was. Yeah. But it also had the biggest first week debut for HBO Max. Ooh, yes, it did. Duh. <laughs> Have you watched it again yet? Yeah. <laughs> I'm halfway through. It's a long movie. I got distracted. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to be able to sit down through an actual home yes. movie and stuff when but, you have kids and stuff. Yeah. Producer uh, Toby Emmerich has confirmed Matt Reeves will be returning to direct. Mm. Uh, they will be casting a new Batman, though, so I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> You're full of shit. I am. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> all night, bitch. I'm coming for you all night. Uh, I'm the most <clears throat> gullible person on the planet. This is going to be a rough night. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. No, Pattinson, everybody will be back. Of course, now this speculation flies all over the place. Who's going to be the villain? <laughs> I don't know. Mm, I mean, could be the Joker. Why else would you tease it? Yeah. But who but knows? It's, it's been done. <laughs> maybe maybe but... they do what I asked for and put Hugo Strange in. I don't know. That, that would be great. Mm, yeah, possibility. That would be a, a wonderful psychological thriller. Mm. And they could they could go the seven route with this, okay? Oh, there we go. Right? Yes. Yes. Oh, fucking cool. That as well. So, whatever. Mike, did you know that they were w- making a Wicked movie? Like Wicked the based musical? on the musical? Really? Yeah, I didn't fucking know this. Apparently, I had no this idea. this was a thing. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. Yeah. I, this was uh, this was a thing. I had no idea they were making a Wicked movie. So here's the horrifying part. Ariana Grande has been cast as Glinda. Really? And Cynthia Erivo has been cast as Elphaba. I have no idea who the fuck she is. I looked her up. I hadn't seen anything she's been in. Yeah, I don't know. I this is one of my favorite musicals ever yep. made. I have seen this three times. Damn. Yes, every time it rolls into town, I try to go see mm. it because I love. Well, this one in Chicago. This is my Chicago's two, a good one. My two favorites. Um, but the reason yeah. this is getting brought up is because they're going to split it into two movies. Oh, really? Yeah, according to the director, uh, they okay. explained on Twitter that you know it's there's just it's no natural there, enough to do that. There's just no way to cram all of this Mm-mm. into into one uh, into one film. So the first will be out uh, Christmas uh, 2024, and the second one will be out Christmas 2025. Damn, a year split. Yes. Now my question is, and based on what I'm reading, this is the case. But I'll ask the question anyways. Are we basing this off of the musical? Or are we basing it off the book? Because if we're basing it off the book, that's a horse of a different color. I th- uh, nah, I see what I fucking That was solid. Yeah. That Boom. was good. God Boom. damn. Up your ass. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I'm going to bet the musical. I think it is. You got to go where the yeah. money is, man. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Because that book is fucking depressing as shit. And there's, <laughs> I haven't read the book There's some yet. sex in that, dude. Oh, really? Yeah, they talk about her pubic hair a couple times. Oh, damn. Yeah, no, the book's fucked up. That's interesting. Yeah. How does it get there? There's a sex scene. Oh, and it just like goes into detail. Yeah. Her sex was covered. Dust. <laughs> Call back to last episode. <laughs> Her sex could feel the pressure. <laughs> what, what, 
what's her sex? I don't, I don't understand. Uh, where where is the clitoris? <laughs> I don't I don't know. There's a roadmap somewhere. There is somewhere. Uh, last thing I have. Uh, so apparently Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yes. Who fucking cares? Uh, I sure don't. People are losing their They're minds. Going crazy over the shit. Who, Why? Who cares? Rich guy bought another thing. Twitter is driven not by the owner of Twitter, but mm. by the disgusting human beings that use Twitter. The completely vile, terrible, terrible, beings. fucking the worst of humanity. <laughs> that's who what runs. gets retweeted. Horrible shit. Yes, that's that's who runs Twitter. So what's the big deal if Elon Musk owns it? Um. He's going to put a battery in it? I don't know. Whatever. He's going to slap the Tesla logo <laughs> yeah, on the... Yeah, there we uh, go. Oh, it won't be the bird anymore. Oh, the, no, the bird will just have the T like, engraved into it. Right. Yeah. I mean, whatever. People, yeah. get get the whatever. fuck over it. Nothing's going to change. Get All you conspiracy nuts, pull your fucking heads out of your asses. It's going to be same old business as usual. Yeah. I have no this doubt about that. Nothing different than what no. happens every day everywhere else. Twitter is still is going to be... Continue to be filled with vitriol, misinformation, <laughs> fucking just outright brutality. It, that's yeah. not going to change. Zero posts from the morally flexible podcast. God damn right, you pieces <laughs> of shit. I'll retweet some stuff. Oh, that's but right. Yeah, that's that's about it. Uh, Michael, do you have anything for I, me? I do have some news. Okay, uh, that is not um, CinemaCon, CinemaCon related. Okay, good. Yes. Go ahead, please. So I wanted to start off on one note that I had. Uh, I don't believe this. Oh no, that is from CinemaCon. God damn it! All my notes are from CinemaCon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how about this one? Uh, Justin Lin has stepped down as Fast X director, her Fast Ten director. Really? Yes. Over creative quote creative differences, he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said with the support of Universal, I have made the difficult decision to step back as director of Fast Ten, while remaining with the project as a producer. Over 10 years and five films, we have been able to shoot the best actors, the best stunts, and the best damn car chases. On a personal note, as the child of Asian immigrants, I am proud of helping build the most diverse franchise in movie history. I will forever be grateful for the, to the amazing cast, crew, and studio for their support and welcoming me into the Fast family. Because it's all about family. Two possibilities here. Yes. Okay. Possibility number one, he pissed off Vin Diesel. Uh -huh. Okay. Possibility number one. <laughs> Possibility number two is that he was going to fly a car into a black hole in the deepest, darkest reaches of space in this particular script. I think they script. would have been into that, though. I think it's the first one. I yes. think something happened with him and Vin Diesel. Probably. Vin Diesel's kind of notorious for being, you know. Oh, oh, he is? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think Dwayne Johnson had something to say about that at one point. Oh, I thought but, he left. No, I, I thought he did too. But you got you, you know Momoa now. Maybe yeah. he gave Momoa too much screen time. I wonder this. if that was it. Yeah. I mean, come on, Momoa, you got to give him all the screen. All time. of it. He I, is your I, cell point. I, he here. is your cell point. He is he is taking over from Vin Diesel. Mm hmm. And yeah, I I think that's exactly what it was because I mean, you talk to most of the cast and crew that have been on the repeat ones. All they talk about is how Justin Lin makes these movies. It's Justin Lin who makes the Fast and the Furious movies. You know, I would love for him to go make another Star Trek. Oh, he did. Yes. He did Star Trek Beyond, mm -hmm. and I did enjoy that movie Fuck very yeah. much. Uh, I think it, he's a solid director. I, I do think too. He's good, yeah, I, I do. You know, he makes ridiculous. Films, all the top shit, yeah. But I'm into it. Yeah, all day. Well, I mean, whatever. This <laughs> not going to do the fast movies, but yeah, and, and the, the guy's not a terrible director. Uh, so, do, have they announced a replacement? Uh, not that I've seen yet. So. Oh, what poor bastard! 
puppet's going to get thrown into oh, that one. Get, someone who's going to be a yes man to Vin. Yep. That's what it's going to be. That's exactly what it's going to be. Come in. All right, what you're going to do is you're going to do everything Vin Diesel says. And then in a couple of years, we're going to have tweeting uh, bring back the um, the Justin Lin cut. Yes. Of Fast yes, Lane. yes. And I, we'll get a six-hour Fast have they have they, have they started filming it yet? Uh, I have no idea. I actually don't know that. That would be fascinating if they have. Yes. Because, oh boy. Yes, uh. we could get a Lynn cut. Yes. <laughs> I would not watch that. Yes. Never. What else you got? Andrew Garfield has announced that he is taking an acting hiatus. What? Yeah, right? So I'll, I'll read you his first quote. He said, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to rest for a little bit. I'll need to recalibrate and reconsider what I want to do next and who, who I want to be and just a little bit of uh, be just a person for a little while. Because as you know, the, uh, that this, this is a washing machine, that award season. I need to be a, just be a bit ordinary for a while. Then he went on to say when he asked, was asked about playing Spider-Man again, he said, in terms of moving forward with the character, yes, I'm definitely open to that. And again, it would have been something very unique, very special, and a service to an audience, of service, a service to the character. I think there's something playful and unique and odd about the unexpected to be done. I'm not sure what it is, but if we could figure that out, it would be so much fun. Interesting. Um, I don't think this is a hissy fit because Amazing no. Spider-Man 3 is never going to happen. But, um, no. That's interesting. He does have a, a, a miniseries coming out under the yes. banner of heaven, which I really, really mm-hmm. wanted to watch. And yeah, I think I, he just finished. I thought it was a movie, and I, I was going to suggest it for next week, and then I saw, <laughs> oh, it's a fucking series. Ooh, Great. Thank yeah. you so much, because ain't nobody got time for that. No. God, no. You know, he's been there. He has lingered. He has been around. He has had some very good uh critically praised performances and films mm. that no one has watched. Um, so the guy's a solid actor. Yeah. Oh, I, I, he's fantastic. It was just very exciting for people to see him in a, in a mainstream film, especially with mm-hmm. the Spider-Man costume on again. Yes. And it was good times. And I've said this before. If they decided to do amazing three. Mm. Okay. Yeah. If they decided to make him Sony's Sony's yes. Spider-Man. I wouldn't have beef I'd, with I'd that. I'd be down with that. I think he's a great Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. C- carry on from what the end of, of Amazing 2 mm-hmm. and, and go from there. Well, so. I want to see him stop pulling his punches and start murdering some got fucking A right, dude. <laughs> I just, I just you know, stopped holding back. And yep. I, I hit a guy once and his whole head fucking came off. <laughs> I felt bad. Well, you think about how strong Spider-Man is. He, fuck it. Spider-Man <laughs> could do that. Spider-Man could literally knock somebody's head off. And straight up Mike Tyson, I guess. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Well, okay, Andrew. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, your hiatus is much like uh, Ryan Reynolds was. And not a thing? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. I'm going to take a vacation. Mm. So, yeah. anything else, sir? I got one final thing I just wanted to comment on. Um, speaking of Mike Tyson. Oh, God. Uh, I, Mike, know, I know where this is going. Yeah, so Mike Tyson uh, smacked the shit out of a guy behind him on a plane who was, just a, who was, who was annoying, an annoying prick. Um, everyone keeps saying that Mike uh, Mike Tyson threw a bunch of haymakers at this guy. If you watch the video, he just slapped him around. This if Mike Tyson had thrown a haymaker at him, which he doesn't throw haymakers. Have you ever seen Mike Tyson fight? It's all about the it's a jab. It's, it's the it's the it's jab. A straight punch. It's the left yeah. hook. Yeah, and it's the right uppercut. Yes, and that is the order that goes in yes. every time. And he would be dead. Yeah, you you get hit by Mike Tyson, you die. Uh huh. 
I don't care how fucking old he is. Oh yeah, that no. that that man knocked people out for a living over and over and over. And big guys, huge guys, guys with records. I mean, you know, he didn't fight tomato cans. He fought guys with that were like, you know, thirty two and two and twenty four and one and shit like that. His whole career, his entire career. If you could just get him past the fourth round, you could beat him. But still, he <laughs> went the distance a lot earlier on. I guess mm. you know later on. He, I mean, he didn't lose a fight until Galata. Was or who was wasn't uh, 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 fucking? It was some who was that? Who was that? Tu- who was that tubby fuck that he lost to? No, I can't, I can't remember. But he should have beat him. He just if you watch it, he wasn't into the fight. That was he was going through legal troubles and other things at the time. Goddamn Robin Givens. Anyways, <laughs> uh, no, he abused the shit out of her. He I'm did. Not, I'm, not he tra- no, did. I'm, not, I'm not. defending, I'm not defending him at Mike all. Tyson at all. He's right. done some horrible, He's horrible some shit. Horrible beyond shit. Robin Given, Givens, yes. some more horrible shit. Yeah. So. He's, he's, um, he's not a great guy. No, he's not. He's definitely always up on a pedestal, but he is not. No, um, he's, he's not. But, and uh, if he ever sees me, uh, you know, he probably could, could murder me and just like that. And you know what? What a way to go. Be like the hangover. You know, you take the hit. Yeah. Oh, ho- I take it all day. And hopefully you don't die. Yep. You, you don't die. And hopefully you remember who your kids are. Your, because... your, jo- <laughs> your, jo- your jaw is going to be wired up for a couple months. Yep. And your brain's going to bounce off your skull about eight times. Pretty much. Because yep. uh, Mikey can throw. Oh, fuck. He can throw some hands. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I have one more thing. Oh, and shit. then we're done. Uh, evil dies in 171 days, Mike. <laughs> 171. 171 days, Mike. All right. Yeah. Uh, look forward to getting drunk and chanting it in the theater. It's going to be so good. It's so good. All right. Let's get to the goddamn movie, shall yes, we, sir? Yes, sir. All right. This week we watched You Cannot Kill David Arquette. You Cannot Kill David Arquette. And we watched this because, well, we watched Scream last episode. Where they killed David Arquette. They killed David Arquette. <laughs> and we went, you know what? There's a documentary that says you can't kill him. We need to watch That's that. Right. So it's released in 2020, rated R, runtime one hour and 31 minutes. Uh, synopsis, actor David Arquette attempts a rocky return to the sport that stalled his promising Hollywood career. This is directed by David Darg and Price James, also written by both of them. Hey, guess who's in it? Uh, is it David Arquette? David Arquette is in this movie. Oh, I can shit. confirm that. Uh, Christina McLarty Arquette is also in it. Mm-hmm. That's his uh, wife. Mm. Uh, Patricia Arquette makes an appearance. So does she Rosanna does. Arquette. Mm-hmm. Uh, his other brother, Richmond Arquette, is in there. Courtney Cox, not Arquette anymore, but it's no. Courtney Cox is in it. And, of course, his daughter, Coco Arquette, is in it. And there's a fuck ton of other people that show up in it. And yeah. we'll get to those <clears throat> when we get yeah. to them. Let's see. Rotten Tomatoes score. Critics, 84. Audience, 89. Michael, this movie took me on a journey. Mm-hmm. It was an emotional roller coaster. Yes. I felt things. Oh, right. I may have even cried a couple of times oh, watching yes. this movie. Mm-hmm. This is an absolute five out of five. This is one of the best documentaries I have ever watched. Mm-hmm. Emo- it just it, it emotionally punches you in the fucking gut. It's so good. Oh, so good. Michael. So I thought this was a great dive into mental health under the guise of wrestling, right? It, it, was, it was fantastic. We got to watch David Arquette on a journey where he goes from sobering up, getting in good shape, to falling off the wagon. The whole, the whole gambit, I, you know, we, we've all seen people in our lives who fought with the same thing, 
and it's it, it was incredible. I loved it, man. And like you said, emotional roller coaster. I was invested the whole time. I loved it. I got my cheap pops with wrestlers, <laughs> through, you know, right. and a lot of wrestling getting yes. stuff that yes. I was just like I sit there talking with telling my wife, oh look at this, this is this, and this is oh that guy, oh that tattoo, this tattoo uh-huh. is this, and I'm just going off about it the whole time, invested, and then it gets to the sad parts. I'm just oh my god, you're, devastated. You're dying. Oh man, it was it was brutal. I get to parts where I'm angry. This parts, yeah, it was just. What a movie, man! Great documentary, five five stars, absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. No, this this thing is is amazing. Uh, like like I said, it's a punch to the gut. Mm-hmm. And, and the first half of this movie was very uncomfortable for me. Yeah, because I was just watching this poor son of a bitch mm. take this dive. Yeah, you know, you and I both agree. Mm. Him winning the WCW title mm. was the was heresy. It I was, mean, it, and and let me explain why it, why it was real quick. He didn't just win the title as a celebrity coming into a a wrestling match. He won the WCW t- title, which was the heavyweight championship, which was the title. It was. I mean, this is WWE or WCW's hot, uh, top of the ratings. Everything. The, this this, is, this has been this had been the A A A W A title yes. at one point. I mean, this mm-hmm. thing. Had history. This oh, fucker absolutely. had huge history. And then he won it clean. Yeah. As a skinny random actor. Pinning Jeff Jarrett. Yes, there was a lot of sh- yeah, chicanery. Jeff Jarrett. There was a bunch of chicanery going on in the match, but yes. ultimately it, it was, was a clean pin. Exactly. No. Yep. No, 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 no. You don't that that's that you're destroying the myth at that point. Yep. Exactly. There, yeah. Here's the thing though. This was not David Arquette's fault. Oh, no. And he ended up bearing the brunt of the rage from the entire wrestling community. I did not realize how much this affected his career. Oh, I did not know. I did not know that this hurt his acting career. And and let's be honest, you know, folks, they they show that Vanity Fair cover with Mm, the new A-list. Look, David Arquette was never going to be an A-list actor. No, no. he was never going to be DiCaprio. It, was, it, it wasn't going to happen. No, you're not putting him on the same page. No, you, mm. you're not. But he was serviceable. Mm-hmm. And he, if he hadn't had this this thing with WCW, I think he would have done well through the 90s. Yeah. I think that he would have, uh, you know, or I think he would have faded away in the early aughts. Yeah. I, that's fair. I think that's fair. I, I don't think there was a lot of longevity there. But the fact that he takes the brunt of the blame for that Over. is absurd. I do like that Eric Bischoff wastes no time in throwing Vince Russo under the bus. Because, folks, Vince Russo is human garbage. Yes, he is. He is garbage. Absolutely and, is. And I, will, I, blame, I place equal blame on Bischoff and Vince Russo for, Thank you. for what happened. Thank you for that, yes. because that's where I'm at on that, too. Yes. It's like, okay, come on. I mean, look. Look. Vince Russo got thrown in and kind of took over from Eric Bush, Bischoff WCW, yeah. bit, right? But Bischoff absolutely had some control there. Look, and he, yeah, Bischoff was calling the shots. Russo made the pitch, and they were both complicit in mm. this crime. Mm-hmm. And and that's it. David Arquette, innocent bystander in this whole yep. fucking thing. Yep, he just wanted to live out a dream. Oh fuck yeah! And they exploited the absolute shit out of him. Uh, well, like they said, if someone says, "Hey, we're gonna put the fucking WCW championship on you," are you gonna say no? Uh, they tell me that I'm not gonna say no. Oh fuck no! It's a once in a lifetime opportunity, absolutely. especially for somebody who's loved wrestling their whole life uh-huh. and is super into it. Yeah. Fuck man. Yeah. 
you know, and he even said when he was talking to me, he's like, they're not going to do that. This is a bad idea, you know, and all that. It's like, yeah. They did it. He, he, yeah. he knew it was going to be, but he's not going to say, fuck that. I'm not going out. But hey, kids, it was WCW. Are we surprised? <laughs> oh, the decisions that were made there. Their, uh, their booking at the end was awful. And this was in that role. This is Vince Russo's in, in there. Yeah. And it's uh, that we're taking the role downhill. Yes. That's, that's exactly yes. where this happened. This was Vince Russo. And then at some point, Kevin Nash got to start booking. And that's the, that was the end of the company. Yes. And that yeah. was had to do with his, how his contract was set up. Oh, my God. Yes. That's, uh, that's a We could spend a whole other episode talking mm-hmm. about that. So... We got a little uh, uh, Nate uh, appearance. <laughs> the nature boy being gross, at, being gross as usual. Yes, you know, being a disgu- yes. disgusting human being yes. that he is. But his wife. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? I wrote it down. <laughs> I'll take a look at his wife. Yeah, <laughs> creepy. You fucking creep, dude. Creep. Oh my god. Yeah, he's he's a creep. However, I'm going to be a creep now too. Uh, his current wife. That's an upgrade, my friends. Yeah, that is a fucking upgrade from so, from the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, um, she looks like Courtney Car- Cox. Courtney Cox. Thank yes, you. <clears throat> I was going to say Cox Arquette. <clears throat> yes, That's she okay. looks like Courtney Cox. Like she does a lot, a, like a young version. Like I was yeah. looking at David Arquette. Yeah. Well, the the first time she's talking, yeah. And like at first, he's sitting on the couch. So I was like, "Oh, he's sitting. This must be an old footage. This is him sitting with Courtney, Courtney Cox. Like that's just in the back of my head." Then she starts talking. I'm like, "That's not Courtney Cox. Refocus on her. It's not." Yeah. Fucking crazy. No, it's not. He has a type. He does have a type. Well, we all have a type. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's absolutely honestly, true. Honestly. That's you know, absolutely true. My ex-wife and my, my wife now, hmm. they look very much alike. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. I have a type. I've never seen your ex Very much so. Yeah. You, you don't have to. It's okay. <laughs> I did like the fact that they got everybody in this. They got not just... David and his current mm-hmm. wife, they got Courtney Cox showed up Absolutely. and Coco yeah. Cox was in there. And I, That's I, right. <laughs> and and all of the Arquette clan yeah, was there, no shit. which I thought was really cool. Sitting in the giant chair. In the giant, giant chair. God, Rosanna still looks fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Patricia, eh. But Rosanna Arquette, mm. still hot. I remember her back in the day. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Most people, it's Patricia. No, for it's Rosanna for me. Yeah. But that, that's just me. Yeah, that's that's fair. just me. You know, you know how it mm-hmm. is. So that uh, meeting that he had with uh, Nobs. Oh yeah. Holy fuck! Did that go sideways? Oh, that was a work. Okay, we're we're gonna talk about that at the end of this. Okay. Some of this stuff, but yeah. uh, yes, uh, yeah. Brian Nobbs. Yeah. Uh, Look, I bought into it right away. I did too. Oh yeah, bit. absolutely. Yeah. I was like, this motherfucker's walking in here, going, "Hey, I don't have any training. I'm out of shape, and I'm drunk, and I'm gonna fucking wrestle here in two days." Yeah, uh, I was like, "What a fucking dickhead!" Like, are we are we serious right now? The the whole legends of wrestling thing, and mm. look, 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 kids, the nasty boys. They weren't that great. No, they weren't. And that's the thing is you have a lot of these ta- former tag teams up there like, well, they were on WWF. They were on, you know, Monday Night Raw. Who gives and this, a and like, fuck? Yeah, they were a subpar ta- tag team. You know, we're not talking about the Rock and Rollers here. We're not talking about this ain't the, <laughs> the, du- this ain't, this ain't the Dudleys. No, this ain't, this ain't Edge the and Christian. Or the Hardy Boys. Yeah, Hardy Boys. Yeah, no. no. This ain't Demolition. Yeah. Eh, I hate Demolition. But no. yeah, this, this ain't Road the Warriors. Road yeah. Warriors. We could list tag teams all Shit night. like that. <laughs> but no, the the nasty boys are not someone that you remember. Not really. Uh, unless, I, I remember them, but yeah. 
They weren't. I, they weren't main event guys. Because we're into wrestling. Yeah, and that's that's true. It's yeah, the they're only not reason. household name no, guys. No, not, no, not God, at no. all. So Brian Knobs eat eat my dick. That's fine. <laughs> Did you know that Arquette had that many health problems that he had had a heart attack? I had no idea. He had I had didn't a heart either. When they started talking about he had a stint, I'm like, what the fuck? They had two, didn't he? Yeah, two stints. Like, yeah. yeah. What the fuck, man? It's like, oh, and you're gonna. <laughs> Gonna go right out. They played that up well. The whole he like he was like, "Yep, you gotta tell the camera exactly how stupid this is." So he's like, "Yeah, so it's okay." What if a three hundred pound guy just kind of like lands on me? It's gonna be fine, which, right? Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is exactly what's gonna happen. Well, I loved that. A little later on in the movie, there's another doctor that's on there, and he's like, "Anybody who you know, any doctor who hears that their patient is gonna go into wrestling." Mm-hmm. Both mental health and yep. you know traditional doctors are both uh, both going to go. Oh fuck! Yep, this is a problem mm-hmm. because to do this job, you are not mentally healthy. No, you're not. No, you can't be. You have a death wish. Mm-hmm. So learned a lot about ketamine from this fucking movie, dude. What the fuck? So I looked it up. I I had People to re- fucking do this. This no is shit. for reals, bud. That's yes. fucking crazy. These ketamine is used as a treatment for individuals that are, their depression is mm-hmm. like antidepressant resistant. Like they try everything. So Every- they do an IV infusion of, and they obviously gave other stuff. So according to what I read, uh. the IV infusion is not FDA approved. Oh, what they do for what is FDA approved is the nose spray. They have a ketamine. Oh yes. Sp- okay. I've spray. actually heard of that. Before. Yes. Okay. That, that's okay. But what he was doing was not, I've never seen that before. I was watching. They're like, what the fuck is going on? The, that's ketamine. That was, he's fucking pumping special K right into his fucking. Yes, he is. That is special K. <laughs> my friend. What friends. the fuck? Yeah, and that's good shit. Oh, yeah, that's there's good a party shit. drug for oh, you. Oh my god, fuck cocaine. <laughs> Give me ketamine all day. <clears throat> Anyways, moving <laughs> on. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. We get we kind of get an explanation of why the Arquette family is fucking insane. I did not know yes. that they grew up in a commune. Uh, you mean cult? Yes. Sure. But, <laughs> same thing. Same thing. It's, yeah. a C, it's a C word. It is. Yeah. Yep. It's a C word. Yeah. I didn't either. Yes. That's crazy. No, that explains so much about uh-huh. that family. Right. So much. I, very incredibly talented family. Mm. You know who I was missing from this was Alexis Arquette. Yeah. I love Alexis Arquette. Mm-hmm. I will always have fond memories of her. Absolutely. Loved the wedding singer. So good. The boy oh, George. She plays boy George she in does it. The boy, yes. Well, she does the boy George. You know, and they so. call her George in it. Yes. Yes. I fucking love that. Oh, it was so... It, Do you really want, want to hurt And it's just that verse, or that, that part, over and over again. Oh, God. Uh, I've asked that question many times. Is Alexis Starkett playing Boy George, or is she playing George, who is a Boy George impersonator? Yes, that's what it is. Okay. It's, it's, it's option B, my okay. friend. It's option B. I was B. very confused by that my entire life. Yes, but amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. But Then we kind of slide into Awkwardville, and there were a couple of things, a couple of scenes that went, you know, just dove into that for me. Mm. His little photo shoot. Oh God! Awkward. <laughs> His be- backyard wrestling match, the RXW match, whatever the fuck that was. Okay. Where, yeah, that was horrifying. So here's the deal: RXW. That was the shadiest fucking phone call I've ever heard. Where they're like, "Yeah," he's like, "Well, I'm not really in wrestling shape or anything. I got all these health problems. I'm probably not ready." Like, no, that's prob- no, no, that's fine. Be here Tuesday. Yeah, you know. 
And then you get down there, and you have the RXW guys who are like, well, he needs to prove himself to us because we put in the work and we do this. I'm sorry. That's bullshit. These guys, these are guys are hobbyists. These guys are backyard wrestlers. I have no problem. I love backyard wrestling. Sure, Don't get me wrong. Sure, but they're talking like they're industry guys. You know who's an industry guy? Rick Kelly, the guy you gets in the van with. Yeah. The Carney guy. Yeah. That is a wrestler. That's he, a wrestling professional. That a, is a guy that lives the life. He's a journeyman. He's a journeyman. Yes. He drives a shitty ass van from fucking backyard wrestling event to shitty venue. Territory to, to, to territory. To get yes. gas money to keep doing it. Yes. That's the whole exactly. reason he does it is because he loves it and he can keep doing these it. Asshole, it. These assholes want to get on youtube yep that's, that's it that's all they they, they think do. they're gonna get fame and popularity through it they don't have passion for it. obviously look at the fucking ring that oh my god and he took the beat down oh absolutely he took he did. the beat down yes he did and i a pro- backyard wrestling ring that broke it, exactly that no one was watching mm-hmm. no one nobody no and <laughs> they're a crowd of look i'm sorry i i don't know about you but i did backyard wrestling when i was growing up we had the trampoline wrestling federation because we weren't in a baby <laughs> ring Yes, we videotaped, we had entrances, we had pyro, we had an audience. We had a bigger audience than they had. It may have been all of our neighbors, but I'll tell you what, we had an audience because we did some crazy shit. I'm talking, we used ladders, we fucking had chair shots, we had the fucking works. It was great. Yeah? Yeah, and it was better than the fucking show they put on. What oh my God, fuck? that was garbage. It was, was absolute bad. fucking garbage. The other one that uh, I felt super sad uh when he's at the convention and he's sitting in the corner and nobody nobody comes up to him well i'm sorry did you see who was at the convention yeah uh can we talk about fucking the bad guy was there yeah i know i saw him i was like oh i know my heart hurt a little bit there were a couple times in this where my heart hurt because some of the people that they showed but yes no miss mr ramon Mm-hmm. was there and that yeah. that was rough yeah yes I, and new jack oh god who was a fucking psychopath and also died last year don't give me did he die yeah, he finally died no shit yep. natural causes just oh bus didn't hit him no he, oh, and fuck. he didn't jump off of something or get in a fight with someone who stabbed him or anything like that which is crazy yeah, that's weird. So, yeah, New Jack, for anyone who doesn't know, is uh, fucking insane. And e- ECW, he was... He killed a guy. He, Yeah, he killed a guy. Yep. He was a manslaughter. He yep. was convicted. Um, but he was, was one of those wrestlers that was all about hardcore, yes. bringing weapons out, beating people. Trying to hurt people yes. in the ring. If you look yes. at him, you see all these scars on his forehead. Yeah, that's... He bladed way too a much. A little too much. Yeah. Yep. He tased guys, like actually tased guys. He uh, he was like he was like was, Abdu- it, was he, it the Sandman? He tried to murder. He like threw him off of something. And he, yes, was it? I think it was the Sandman. Maybe well, there was, was well there was a uh, uh, the story that I remember mm. is uh, and this is from Inside the Ring is that mm. uh, there was a rookie wrestler that came okay. on. Yes, and, that was and, uh, God commuter something yeah mass transit yes yeah, mass transit and yes, he, who he the, killed, ma- the yeah. mass transit no he didn't die he ended up with brain damage no he, he did end up did mass, yeah, mass transit die? Okay. yeah but okay. uh, way after the fact but yes right. he ended up dying right um complications of the incident that right. happened where right. he he asked new jack to give him some to you know give him, give him cut him but yeah. yeah mass transit was also i believe 17 years old yeah no he was underage yeah shouldn't have been there it was a whole thing yeah 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 paulie paulie has some skin in that game because oh, he allowed that to happen he does he yeah. does but uh, still uh, new jack yeah piece of shit i hate uh, him i'm glad he's dead anyways <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> hey look man yeah I, come on 
Yeah. There's a brotherhood when it comes to wrestling. If you're yeah. out there to hurt people, that's that's fair. bullshit. Yes, it is. That's bullshit. Mm, I'll agree with that all day. It's it's, it's all about uh, consent. <laughs> when Mick Foley and Terry Funk get into the ring, oh my god, they know <laughs> what their they know what their limits are. Mm. They know what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah, there's not, not much off the table with those no, two. No, but they're not. But they know that. But they're they not do gonna, know they're, they're not, not going to murder each other. Right. They're yep. not going to hurt each other. Nope. Their whole thing is there is that. Yep. Oh yeah. No. That that's a good way to put that. At like least that. on purpose. At least on purpose. <laughs> Uh, can we talk about DDP and what a fucking mensch that man is? <laughs> he is. I love DDP. Yes. He is such a God damn. He has become mm. just, just that, that cornerstone of support and love and God damn it. I want to buy his fucking DVDs oh, now. The or DDP what, yoga. What, yes. Look, I, I want to buy them now. I, I think we should do commercials for him. I, fucking and, a, we should even for free. Cause holy shit, man, the amount of people he's fucking saved. Let's be real. The, about the lives shit. that he has touched and holy the people shit. that he has helped, the people that he has healed. Mm. I, God damn. I'd, I'd be in his cult. I Absolutely. would totally. Yep. No, I can start one DDP. DD, DDP is, is just a, a fucking good guy. He, he is selfless. Mm-hmm. He gives and gives and gives. Um, and he has helped so many people. He, I mean, Jesus Christ, he got Scott Hall straight. Yeah. For fuck's Holy sake. Shit. It, it took him and two Jake, decades and Jake, the snake, which is that Holy fuck. Holy fuck is right. Right. Oh my God. Have you watched his, his dark side of the room? Oh, of course I have. Mm, yeah. <laughs> explains a lot so let's go to mexico shall we oh yes let's go oh, to tijuana so, so i will sell the ddp thing the whole thing on the beach was beautiful it i was. love that that was that, that whole thing was it, oh it, it was. made me so happy it this was. whole mexico thing made me happy at first i was a little so there's one part that i was a little like Arr! i was worried because them luchas they're serious they're man. very serious they don't fuck around so they go into the street the street wrestling gig so that is that is for guys who've been doing this for decades. That is for guys who know what the fuck they're doing, can tell a story in a red light. Uh-huh. That is what they're doing. They are selling a story to people for money at a red light. They have like 30 seconds. And God damn it, are they good. Oh, they're they so amazing. They are so good. The best, uh, so luchadors are the best acrobats. They are yes. the best uh, they're the, great the, storytellers. These these are the, the Eddie Guerreros mm-hmm. and the Rey Mysterios. These, yep. are the, these are the people that they learn from. This is the culture that they come yep, from as far as wrestling. Exactly the right. The high flyers, the, yep. the fucking acrobats. This, this is where high flyers and acrobatic wrestling really came it from. All it really comes is. from there. And, you know, look at AAA is one of the big come ups in, in Mexico as far as wrestling goes over luchadors. And he gets gets down into this world, and I was so worried when I saw that. I was like, ah, that's Chris Jericho. So if you want to be serious about wrestling, you're going to go to wrestling schools and stuff, which he seems like all of a sudden he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the wrestling schools. He goes to Mexico. I was like, that's where you go. It that's, is. That's where you fucking no, go. If you, Chris Jericho went through yes, there. All sorts of wrestlers have yes. gone through there, and the, and the ones that have and actually made it there – those are the best. You go. You either go to Mexico or you go to Stu Hart's dungeon. Oh, you go to the Hart dungeon. The, the Hart dungeon. That's, <laughs> yes. that's where you go. Or Killer Kowalski. Killer Kowalski. Those, oh, those, those are the people a. you go to. God damn, that, I'm so happy you know all That's these. it. That's it. There is. <laughs> look, Shawn Michaels has a school. He has a I school. I would never go to it. It's okay, bullshit. It's I'm, bullshit. I love Shawn Michaels. I do too. School is bullshit. There's, so there's schools in every state. Yes. There really is. There's a few that are where you really go. Most of them yeah. are absolute bullshit and oh, you yeah. will never get anywhere. But yeah, the street wrestling, all I can think of is uh, if you can dodge a car, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And they did a good setup on that where he kind of comes into it and, you know, gets a move and all that. Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. That was good storytelling. Was, was I like that. Something. You know, his first one going out, I was like, yeah, that's he's way over. He's way out of his depth. Oh, totally. He was you know? totally out of and his I depth. And I think in reality, he was so far out of his depth in that, in that situation. I, I think they were very kind to do what they did. Of course, yes. they had a camera in front of them. So oh, yeah. they were totally like, oh, exposure. Getting some exposure. I, I'm, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. Oh, yeah. But when they gave him a mask, so that his reaction, that was the first time I cried. Yeah. So when they gave him a mask, I was like, oh, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, the ma- I, I, so earning I get a mask it. as a luchador is such a thing. But this was, and, and when I came to terms with like pretty quickly was, he's not a masked wrestler. He's not going to be a masked wrestler. No, They're giving no. him a mask to show acceptance. They're not giving him a mask as you're a masked wrestler now, which is the luchador thing. Right. They they, they knew yeah. what they were doing. Oh, yeah. But his, his, reaction, his reaction to it was so... His reaction, the appreciation. So, oh, my God. How genuine he was so about genuine, it. So genuine. He understood the culture there, and the, and that, that that's what translated. And he did well in the ring. He you know he learned, the, learned the flying head scissors there, the hurricane rana, you know... He tried. I mean, Dude, he he. That was the one thing shit. he he was I, hustled. I he loved watching hustled. him learn how to do it. Right. That was very cool. No, and mm. I and, and I love that because he did. He went out of his way mm-hmm. to try to do this. He wanted to be legitimate. His motivation. Yeah. Even though he knew he wasn't going to be a great wrestler, mm-hmm. he wanted to show people that he could take a bump. Yep. And when I when I knew that he was like I, I see like he's okay he's kind of into the culture he's getting it and he gets the lucha ink he gets the El, El yeah. Santo tattooed on <laughs> yeah. his fucking arm yeah holy shit dude yeah. that's a deep cut for wrestling man it that's is. fucking beautiful yeah that's, that's big... yeah this whole this whole thing this had me teared up this was oh my that was, god that I was, was so it was just joy that was the first of many moments that oh, I lost my shit okay man. look folks you don't have to understand wrestling. To tear up on this one. This is cultural acceptance. There, are, there is a lot of different moments in here. Oh. Um, and then there's low points where you know you're slumming when you're on Wendy Williams. <laughs> I asked my wife, I was like, why the fuck would you announce your return on Wendy Williams? Because that's what he could book. Yeah. O- Oprah ain't bringing that on. Oh, no. no but still, I mean, if you're going to, I don't know. It's just, yeah. it's a weird venue for me. But one of my favorite parts of the movie was when they he broke it. They broke down that match or did the juxtaposition between him talking to RJ there and the actual match mm-hmm. itself. Like, what was it, RJ? RJ, I can't remember RJ's yeah. last name. But what a worker, dude! That dude, oh, fucking dude, great. fucking worker! Man. Holy shit! But but him, the, the how they the juxtaposition between the two of them walking themselves through the match, yes, and then actually watching the match. That's fucking wrestling. That was awesome. Y'all want to know how this shit goes? down that is how mm-hmm. this happens and the, and there's different different levels with different different workers right and that was this is your really prototypical worker and this was really good to watch that was that was a fantastic setup that was very well directed and the, just yeah their their passion going through it their love going through it and then at the end after they they come out there how stoked they both are yeah. about it oh my god and they had RJ go over, which was the best decision they that, could have made. And that's what it should have been. Then. Yes, yeah, it absolutely. had to be that no, way. No, no, no. It had to be that way. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And you know, you want to you want behind the scenes of how this shit works. Mm-hmm. That's it, right there. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's how it goes, right yep. there. Now the the good wrestlers, mm. the best wrestlers. They have an outline. <laughs> well, they don't need it because they'll go well, in. If they've worked so, with somebody they know, 
Yes. So the outline they, is they, they have a finish they have to do. Right, 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 right. right? Of course. They, they have the they, finish. They know who's jobbing. They know who's going over. Exactly. Yes. And they may have a couple of spots that have to happen for, for certain storytelling for the overall story arch. That's it. But the rest, the they, rest? they make up as they yep. go. It's and all improv, baby. That is the sign of a true fucking professional Those are legends master. Right or the, mm-hmm. the, we're talking about the Undertakers of the oh, world. Oh, yeah. You know, Triple H, yep. Foley. Fuck yes. Those guys know how to run a match. Mm-hmm. They don't have to sit there and rehearse the shit out of it. Yep. They can do it. Stone Cold and The Rock. They can go in the ring together. All and they day. Can make that work all fucking day. All and they have two very different styles, but they know how <laughs> oh we, they, can, they know each, how each other work, and they can make it work absolutely fucking yeah. Mm. You want to know a stupid moment that I got really excited about? Which is it that? was and it was a very quick in the, in the little montage mm. there when he was hitting on all eight cylinders. He got to wrestle Jerry the King. Wasn't that or awesome? He got to be in the ring I was with like, him. What the fuck? That's Jesus Christ, dude. That's, that's fucking royalty right yes, there. Yes, that is. Oh, even if you're just cutting a promo with the guy in the ring, dude, dude that's that's a level above that's m- what most people will well, ever touch. Jerry owned what? Pro- oh God, he owned a fucking a uh, ton. I can't. Yeah, 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 I can't remember, but yeah, he's a he's a staple, man. Holy shit. Yeah. All right, then we get to that hardcore match, and I got I got to tell you, folks, I. <clears throat> I have a, a hard time with hardcore. Uh, oh, some of it with just fucking Nick Gage. Yes. Yeah. It, it just it reminds me of a snuff film. That that was always my issue with New Jack was because it, yeah. I felt like I was watching a snuff film. So it, it wasn't a wrestling match. When when Foley and Funk did it, there was, it was art to it. it. Well, that, thank you. That, yes. You took the words out yes, of my mouth. There was art Foley to it. Foley and Funk had art. It, it it was absolutely art, and you Foley carried that forward with him. You watch Foley with Randy Orton, art. You watch, you know, you, you watch him with any of the matches he's in. Him and The Rock, fucking even. His hardcore matches were fucking. They were. They told a great story. That's it. That's that's mm-hmm. what differentiates them from these other fucking assholes. They Absolutely. told a story that yep. you could follow along with, and you're going, okay. Yes. The violence makes sense. Yep. Because it applies to the story. Yep. And then you go to guys like Nick Gage. Ugh, Nick Jesus Gage, God. self-proclaimed king of the death match. Fucking asshat. So this was a mistake from the get-go. Totes. As soon as I saw he's in... And, and I I remember vaguely seeing the videos and the pictures. I, see, I saw the this. TMZ shit. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I vaguely remember that. Um, as When I'm watching this in retrospect and I watch and I see he's in a match with Nick Gage, I said, oh, fuck. Oh, this is going south because I've seen Nick Gage matches, and they are a snuff film is the best way to descri- describe they, they, it. They are. That's what it, the fuck it, it, it is. Viol- it, it is violence for the sake of violence. It is, uh, you know, the whole light bulb thing, the gouging with stuff, oh, the, the go- blood the go- in this The goddamn thing. fucking, what is it, the fluorescent, fluorescent lights? Light, the fluorescent Jesus, tube lights. Tube lights. Yeah. Fucking God. And so the whole thing with those is you can get smacked across the back with those, and they'll leave a welt, and it'll hurt, but it looks cooler. Then it looks looks super cool. So it's like one thing to do the light bulb thing, but then to stab someone with it, which is where Nick Gage goes. Nick Gage crosses the line. That's why he's the king of the death match. Yeah, that's why he's you know? king of the assholes that he's nobody watches. With like GWC or something like sure, that. He's on that long term deal now. But he, um, yeah, no, this watching this, I was like, yeah, that's why I don't like this guy. Is because he does these matches, which and- are fucking abhorrent. They're they're not fun to watch. Like they're yeah. If you just want to fucking see someone basically almost get murdered, which is what you almost saw there. Holy 
fuck. I cannot believe they let him sign up for this fucking match. They didn't do their fucking homework on this no, shit because they, this isn't the first time something like that's happened. Right. Okay. Now, and a couple, Gage, I will say, he reacted well to it. As soon as he saw something was wrong, he was like, okay, fuck, we got to go home with this. Right. And he was ready to just walk out of the ring. Arquette, Arquette came, came back, back. and yes. he said, let's fucking go home. Let's yes. finish this. That's some heart. That's some that heart. That is some fucking heart that right there. That is some heart. And a, as he's bleeding out of his fucking neck. Couple inches, he's dead. Dude. Oh, he! I can't believe he misses his fucking I artery. I know. Holy shit, that he was, was lucky. insanity. Insanity. Yep. He had what uh, Foley refers to as uh, testicular fortitude. <laughs> testicular fortitude. That's fucking right. Yes. Oh, my God. I tell you what, though, hard seeing Luke Perry. Oh, my God. That that hurt. Look, uh, y- y'all, I grew up in the 90210 era. Yeah. Okay? I, I love Luke Perry. He was in the, the, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie with David Arquette, by the way, which mm-hmm. is probably how they met. Oh, yeah. Um, but I had a soft spot for Luke Perry. Yeah. He was always a good guy. He Lo- was. Love Eight Seconds. I thought yeah. that was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, seeing him... Fuck, that was hard. Yeah, this is right. Yeah, right. And Ugh. he died like shortly thereafter, which yeah. which really sucks. But yeah, you after that snuff match, I mean, mm. then the movie breaks my heart. I mean, I you watch him circle the drain. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's going right back downhill. And well, I, and there's a few things going on there, right? Because this is I you have the the trauma from the match because he just got his the fucking life scared out because he he was mm, he, he was on death's fucking oh, door. Oh Jesus Christ, he could have fucking died. Oh yeah, you fucking absolutely. That, this movie did a that they did a great job of showing when they pull the pressure off his neck when they take his fucking hand off his neck and he gets to the ER. Fucking, it's like okay, it's not an arterial bleed, but Jesus Christ, it's close. It's a fucking. It's it is close. It is pouring blood yes, out of his neck. Yes, one could almost say that. The, the, one could almost assume that it nicked it. Yeah, I mean, it got seriously. Close. It yeah. looks. It yeah. looks bad. It was, you know, and it's dark blood. So you know mm-hmm. what I mean. It's right in that. Oh, that ain't God. a work at that point, kids. No, that's not. No, and that's, that's real shit. Oh man. And you see, you know, going through this in the beginning, you see he, you know, he after he goes through his, that that fucking backyard wrestling match, he goes and gets the X rays and shit, and they're like, "Yeah, you broke all your ribs." Good right, job. right, right. <laughs> and you know, you see this the the amount of toll regular matches take on your body, yeah. and then you're gonna go and fuck around with glass and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, that, that ain't wrestling. It's, it's not. not. Wrestling. It's not. Look, this is this yeah. is this is YouTube like. Yeah. Fucking fodder. That, that's all it is. These yeah. are, these are what those backyard wrestlers aim for. Is yes, it to is. go do shit like oh, this. Yeah. And that, oh that's, yeah. I see guys take weed eaters to each other. All yeah, sorts no, of that's, stupid that's, shit. That's not fucking wrestling. No, that's, it's not. That's not what it was you ever meant do to be. Chair shots and ladder shit. Sure. That's fine as long as it's, as long as it makes a difference in the match. You're telling a story. Exactly. It's all about the story. telling a story. There has to be a a narrative here. You have to have the rising action, the the climax of the match. You have to have the resolution of the match, everything. It's it's basic storytelling stuff and, you know, doing different, different kind of, you know, and you and I have watched wrestling long enough. We know exactly what's happening in a match. There's a formula. There's a formula. There's a formula that goes along with it. I stopped watching wrestling for like 10 years and I started watching again (laughs) with my wife because we got WrestleMania tickets. My brother and I were drunk and we decided to buy WrestleMania tickets one night. (laughs) 
<laughs> and uh, so I was like, so we have to start watching wrestling now. So God we start watching right. it. And I fucking called the match before everything was happened to watching Raw. I was like, because yep. nope. The, and it shift shift to power. Here we go. The for, because the formula doesn't change. The formula doesn't it's, change. Oh, yep. it's a you have it, a basic it, storytelling formula that's going to happen in every match. Now, what makes a good wrestler? What makes good wrestlers is chemistry in that and being able to sell it. With anybody. With anybody. That's right. No matter That's how right. top tier they are or how shitty they are. If you can sell any of those people, mm-hmm. that makes you a if legend. If you can make people care yes. and be invested and pay yes. attention, that makes such a difference. And so that's you know, that's that's getting into it. But, yeah, this, this oh, man, it was heartbreaking to watch right. that whole fucking thing. You want to know when I really lost it? I cried. Mm. Like, cried hard. Yeah. Like where I had to stop the movie because I was Oof. just dying. His wife dressed up as Miss Elizabeth. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm I'm tearing up right now just thinking about it. She that was so brilliant. I'm sorry. He has this lifelong obsession with Miss Elizabeth. Who, for those who haven't watched the movie or aren't familiar with wrestling, Macho Man Randy Savages, who everyone knows, the Macho Man snap oh, into yeah. a slim jim. Oh yeah! You know that guy. He was in Spider Man. Oh, Randy. <laughs> Fucking right. Um, That's the El Murte movie we need. Yes, it was. You know we, what? We need a bone song. Movie. Oh, he would have been so good Too for it. Dead, but yeah. still, yes. I, yeah. yeah, and I stole that from a meme. I don't give a fuck. Oh, did you? Oh, well, yeah. That's there's, that's there's solid, the, though. That's the movie we want. It's the bone saw movie. Yeah. Not, oh, not El fuck, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> but, fucking so uh, good. But his wife dressing up for him and being his valet. Oh, that my was, God. That was such a gesture. What, what a... What a wonderful woman to do mm. that for him. She was terrified the entire film about what... And rightfully and so. And rightfully so. And yep. obviously that man has, has demons all day, mm-hmm. And but she has stood by his side. Whether it's legit or not, I don't care. It elicited a response out of mm-hmm. me. And, yeah, oh, God, I cried like a baby yep. watching that. I, I was touched by that. Yeah. Touched. So we get to kind of the climax of the movie here. And it's him versus, of course, Mr. Anderson. Yeah, of Mr. course. Ken Mi- Anderson, Mr. Ken Anderson, who we saw at the beginning. Yes. Who, who said the best line at the beginning of the movie, which was the fucking, hold on, it's the beginning of my notes here. Uh, the, I am sick of people taking a piss yes. on wrestling. Yes. <laughs> Yes. There was a pause there, yes. and it just sounded so fucking did funny you, to did, me. It, it, did you read the cue card? It was right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was it. it took a minute the, for him to move the, the cue card. There was no pause needed, <laughs> did but you, Did you watch happened. the credits on this? Yes, I did. Because, yeah, they had the yes, outtakes. Yeah, they had the outtakes. <laughs> I, I, hey, dude, I love the work, man. I love the work. I fucking that's, love it. That's the game right there, man. Mm. And, he, and, and he was good. And yeah, wa- watching their match, and yeah, they montaged it, but um, yeah, it, you just felt good yep. because you knew that he He's, was a, a year ago. He had tried to be in that in mm-hmm. on that card, and they and they told him to fuck off, mm-hmm. and now he was back. He w- it seemed to me it was a main event, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely, it was. But you know that that. That was a highlight of the story. And then, yeah. you know, again, having his wife come out and valet him. Mm-hmm. Brian Knobs giving him a hug. Fuck, oh, you, yeah. fuck you, Knobs, even though it was work. But still. 
you know. And then you see at the end him wrestle Jungle Boy. I know. Oh, that was so again. That I was. I did not know that was. Luke I Perry's I did. Kid. I didn't know either. I've watched Jungle Boy for years. Yes, I cried. I love Jungle Boy. That was <clears> that was <throat> another. For those who don't know, Jungle Boy is all elite. Yeah. Hey, Dub. Fantastic, fantastic wrestler. Fantastic kid. Luke Perry's son, dude. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I saw. I was like, oh my god, he is. Oh my full circle, god. Full circle. And it, it and, broke my heart. Yeah. And Arquette paid him back. I mean, oh, he, yeah. he 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 paid respects and and he did that. And, mm. Oh my god, it, it's yeah. The, the folks, this this movie is a goddamn roller coaster. Now we're at the end of it. Mm-hmm. There were moments, and even after watching it, where I think, was this a work? Was this whole thing a work? Was this a Joaquin Phoenix, I'm not really there thing? Yeah. And I don't know, and I'll be honest with you, I don't want to know. Okay, that's fair. I think, I will tell you what I think. No, tell me what you think. That's why we're here. I think the Legends of Wrestling bit at the beginning was absolutely a work. There's no fucking way it wasn't. Um, obviously I think there were some works obviously with the luchador thing and all that, but I like with the street wrestling thing, that was a work. Um, but the overall story is still there and in the, in the overall message, because you know what he went and he did do all those things. He was there, whether it was a work or not, that's what a wrestler does. That's exactly their job. It's their job is to put on a work. Now they even, David Arquette even calls attention to this. Wrestlers are carnies. They are. That is in, absolutely in, what that. They travel from city to city to put over. This is where the term uh, marks comes yes, from, because marks is a carny term for someone who you try to fucking pull one over on, basically and with they, carnival and games, they suck et the, And they suck the teat hard. Oh yeah, yes. exactly. And so, wrestling is absolutely a, a carny thing, and the whole thing is putting on a work, and that's what this was. And he did a great fucking job of it, and you get to watch him come full circle, and he falls in it, and he falters, and he struggles with it, and he does a great. It, Oh my he god! Gets this back was up, and and that's the thing. He, he the whole point of this was him saying, "Hey, I know that me getting that title was fucked up. Yep, I'm going to show you that I can do this, and that I do give a shit. Yes, yep. and I will put in the work. I do respect what's going on mm-hmm. here, and I I will always respect the the industry. Mm-hmm. And he got cut in this. Holy oh my shit. god! Did he, he get cut? He in was this. fucking Ooh, ripped. Jesus god Christ! Damn, no, he looked he, by the by the end of it. He looked he looked great. So, mm. I, God damn, this was a good documentary. I loved it. I loved wh- it. Wh- whether it was it. bullshit or not, it 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 it's it ripped my and fucking heart I, out. Like I said, I think there was works happening in the whole thing. Is that's part of it? But I think the documentary is a documentary. Yeah, when it comes down to it. Yeah, it's a documentary. This is <laughs> this is the best wrestling documentary I've seen. He, he still had to put in the time. Oh, absolutely. To, to, to he make did. this happen, he to still go through and do all yes, this stuff. Yes, to learn everything that he learned on this, yeah. and to travel around and do the fucking jobs that he did, and be a jobber a little bit there too. That you was know? the one problem I had with the Anderson match. Yeah. He shouldn't have gone over in that. You think Anderson? No. Sh- you think he should have dropped Anderson? I think he should have dropped Anderson. Mm. Yeah, I, I do. That's, you know, here's here's my only issue with that. Anderson's been a been at the top before. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's a veteran. Yeah, and you're legends of on legends of wrestling. You're a veteran. Um, I don't think it could have gone any other way than him. Winning. Okay, I think if Anderson would have won, it would mean David Arquette has to keep wrestling forever. 
Okay, I'll, get, I'll give you that. But but, but that's the look. That's the yeah. thing, folks. When, when you're when you're in the game and you're a legend, yep. your last match, you always job. That that's, is the deal. That's true. That, that is, is extremely true. Deal. Yes. Your last yep. match, you go down. Absolutely. Always. That is oh, absolutely true. Always, but because you don't need to go over. No, you don't. Nope. No, you're you're going you're you're letting the the next generation go over. You're letting yep. the future go over, and that that's the, that's the point of the whole thing. But nonetheless, so my question with you is, if you're not into wrestling, would you enjoy this movie? I would think so, but I'm super into wrestling. So I know, I'm a very right? biased opinion. I know. Like I am super into it. Right. I and I say that, and listen. Here's here's the caveat to me saying that. I don't watch every week no, at all. No, anymore. none of us do anymore. You know what I do? I read the synopsis of what happens usually. <laughs> uh, PW Insider usually has a lot of good stuff on it as far as you know results and everything, and they'll even tell storyline bits in it. They have a great synopsis of it. If I catch a Raw or I catch a SmackDown or I catch a Dynamite, you know, fuck yeah, I'm up for it. But it's it's very rare that I do. It, there's a lot of time commitment that there comes is. into wrestling. Yep. It's a oh, huge yes, time commitment. The, and that's what WWE is suffering from right now is they have made – there's so much content. There's just, so much just, content. Just give me a Raw. That's NXT UK, NXT 2.0, no, 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 no. Raw, SmackDown. Just, just <laughs> let's do we'll, – we'll, we'll do an NXT show yeah. every week mm-hmm. and a Raw. That's all they should That's do. That's all you should fucking yep. do. But they pile you on so much You got your so Saturday night shit. main event and your Raw. That's really what it is, is, right? Is Sunday Night Heat still around? It's not. But, oh, my God. I used to love Sunday Night Heat. <laughs> all those fucking, it was like an hour show of jobbers. <laughs> fucking dark matches. Oh, yes. They decided to run. Yeah, because they record it, they'd record that before Raw, right, I think. Yep, and then Saturday yep. Night Attitude, what, they'd record before SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I remember going when I went to SmackDown and they did the Saturday Night yes. Heat. Yes. Just like, mm, okay. Yep. Or, I'm sorry, Saturday night attitude. Attitude. That yep, was attitude. what it was. That called. was during sorry. the attitude era. Yes, that they yes. Had there was a, there was attitude had. Well, nonetheless, I I think folks, if this this is a good documentary, yes. wh- whether you're into wrestling or not, it, I, it's I, a great view of mental health. G- give Look it a chance. Yes, I I agree. Brilliant. I totally agree. Yes, you're you're watching a man struggling with his demons. I think it's very relatable mm. to. Many people, I, I related to it very much. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so Look, I, I, I watched my bro- my brother struggle with addiction. Um, one of my close brothers struggled with addiction his, his whole life. And this uh, this brought so many feelings to that back and right. so many flashbacks. And right. man, you want to talk about some heavy shit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So uh, bring your tissue, kids. Yes, please. You're going you're gonna to cry. Mm-hmm. You're going to cry. Take a break. Take a break. Let's take a break. So I can cry. <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. Oh, boy. We've had some interesting conversations over the break. Have we not, sir? We've kind of run the gambit. We, I think we've we, touched we, about every corner of what you can talk absolutely. about. We, we've talked about guns. We've talked about hunting. Uh, we, we've talked about babies. We've oh, yes. talked about uh, Jesus Christ. We have nothing left in yeah. this uh, kill bacon bottle. There's <laughs> Holy it's fuck. like gone. It's like yeah. There's there's a little bit left. You think there's about two glasses left in that, right? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah that's being yeah. gracious. Two two Josh glasses left in it, <laughs> right? About a single Josh glass. Single left. Let's be real here. <laughs> 
<laughs> the other night I was sitting down with the wife and I, and I had a bottle of, of gingers there mm. and I, you know, we we're going to watch a movie. And so I put some ice in the glass and then I, I'm looking at it going, all right, there's about one drinking left. And I, I emptied it out. That, that motherfucker went almost to the brim. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I misjudged this, but I got to drink this, right? Yeah, that's about right for you. Yeah, that works. Hey, yeah. you know what? You're committed at this point. I, I'm committed. No, yep. you, we, we, we don't throw out whiskey. No, we don't. We no, do not, we don't. We, we do finish not, the damn We do glass. not waste alcohol. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Holy fuck, we have issues. Do we not, sir? Yes, sir. How do we address that? Uh, I believe a little thing called therapy time yes i'm still a piece of garbage yes we are there's lots of things i could update yes there is and i want to hear all of it um where do you want to start today no meds or meds nothing's changed there okay how about the story Mm. well the outline was done i was starting to like get too involved in the outline of the story. And mm-hmm. I said, God damn it, Josh, you, you need, need to, to fucking just start writing put some words on paper here. And yep. Some bitch. I'm almost done with chapter two. Holy shit. Yeah. Now you're into it. Yeah, I got here uh, and you were way into yeah, it. Yeah. That's the problem is that <laughs> I completely lost track of time this afternoon. Dude, and that's awesome. You get there and I'm like, Oh fuck. I had a bunch of other shit I needed to do, but I was so into what I was writing yeah. that I did not pay attention to what the clock was doing. <laughs> that's fine. Dude, that's awesome. Oh, that's really good. It's it feels so good. That's awesome. Oh, man, I'm so fucking happy shit. for you. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you. Jesus. It's it's been wonderful. I Yeah, I'm I'm very grateful for that because oh my god, here's the problem that's been going on lately. I mm. haven't slept at all. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm having a lot of sleeping problems. Are you not being able to go to sleep at all, or are you waking up a lot? I can go to sleep, but I'm waking up a lot. Oof, that's the worst. I started, oh, I, no. started, I started taking melatonin this week. Just that, why not? Yeah, to try to it. To try. Mm-hmm. And no, going, going to sleep is not the issue. It's just mm. uh, the dreams, my friend, the Stra- dreams. Are they stress dreams, <clears throat> or are they what you got, what you got going on? They run the gamut, sir. Oh. They run the gamut. It's um, you dream about things that you. I dream about things <laughs> that are. I don't know. It's it's like alternate reality type I, things. I feel you on it, that. It's, I it's, have it's, those. It's not that I'm I'm dreaming about, um, you know, new life or anything mm. like that. But uh, there are times where I, I dream about things where it. it Something is just a little bit tweaked. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Everything, the, the foundation is there, but yes. it's a little bit tweaked. And, it, uh-huh. that, and that's why it feels so real. Yeah. Okay. And then you wake up and you go, shit. None of that was real. That was a fucking dream. God yeah. damn it. Now I'm going to take an hour to fall back asleep. Oh, look, there's a tray of brownies. I'm going to eat those. Ooh, dude, brownies sound amazing. Br- brownies are, are amazing. Always. Amazing. So... So they, uh, they're basically just kind of fantasy dreams for the most part, just kind of things that take you kind of whimsically, and you're like, God, that that was amazing. Disappointed to wake up that it was a dream. Yeah, because I don't have sex dreams anymore, no. unfortunately. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> no, yeah, as you get older, those dreams change. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I, I, I don't wake up with the, oh, I came, cool. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> Yay. That uh, happened. No, it's it's just 
Some some of the times they're so abstract, you really don't understand what's happening. But mm. all you know is that within the dream, you're content. Yes. And you're happy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's filling some sort of need that you have. You can't put your finger on it. Oh, okay. But then you wake up and you go, ah, fuck. <laughs> Reality has arrived. Yeah. The contentness is gone. The it's, peace is gone. It's gone. And mm. it's not, you know, some guys are like, oh, I was dreaming about this other girl and I was, you know, nah. it was a fuck dream. And, you know, nah. it's not that. It's a feel. No. It's about feelings. Yes. It's, it's, it's not tangible enough to sit there and attempt to describe. Mm-hmm. It's not linear. At yeah. all? No, that makes sense. No, it's. I guess I I know exactly what you. Have mean. you had those? I have I definitely have those. Okay. Yes. What is your interpretation on that? I'm not trying to put you I've on the al- spot. So, I just where do you at on that? I've always wondered that, and I think they come from uh, when you are dealing with a great 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 level of stress. Because I know that's when I have those. When you have those moments, because they are fantasy dreams. They are. They're not wet dreams, obviously. They're not sexual. But <laughs> what, are, what are those again? Wait, I gotta, I'm got to. i going to interject okay, for two no, seconds. Okay, no, that's fine. Go ahead. <clears throat> I've never had a wet dream. Yeah? My entire life. Never I had, had one, one when I was in middle school or high school. Right, right around that 14, 15 age, I had one. Really? I remember that. I've only had one. I've been in a tent with a guy on a camping trip where he has had one. No shit. Yes, it was, I woke up to him like taking a sleeping bag outside. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "No, don't, don't worry about do it." Do not jizz everywhere. And I talked to him later. I talked to my son. I was like, "Dude, what the fuck was that about?" He's like, "So I kind of had this thing." Yeah, and it's like it happens, man. Um, but it, yeah, I know that was the only one I've ever had. It's it's a weird sensation. In junior high, I I remember a couple. Mm. Of, you know, I had always had friends that slept over, and yeah. of course, it was always guys. My mom wouldn't let me have women sleep over. Son of a bitch. <laughs> weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God damn it! You and your conservative fucking views. <laughs> but yeah, I'd I'd have several friends that go. Yeah, I messed some shit up. I go. It's like what happened, dude? And I, yeah, I had a dream and you know did this stuff and there's yeah. liquid and the the the. Well, and God, my like, dick was stuck to my chest, right. my stomach. Yeah. And I wonder if it's just because I, I started jacking off so early that I just blew that whole thing fucking out. That could be it. I, I think that's yeah. what ended up happening. I mean, yeah. I know I was during that time period too, but, you know, as, I don't know. I don't know what causes it. But now when mm. I have dreams about sex and it's few and far between, mm. it's like you build up to the thing. You get, you get close to the orgasm, mm. but nothing happens. Yeah. So it's the same thing as if I have a hunting dream. Is that a hunting dream? No, so, whoa, hear me out. Whoa. <laughs> if I have a hunting dream, uh, I I get like in a point where I have something like a nice buck or a nice nice bull elk in my in the in the scope, and I go to pull the trigger and the gun misfires every time. <laughs> and that's a thing. I've talked to lots lots of guys that I know that I, are, I, are hunters I, as well. They all have the same dream. And at first, I was like. Is this like a, a weird, like, I'm going to have, like, issues later? Like, what the fuck is this? And no, apparently it's a common thing with hunters, I guess. You have this dream, but it's the same kind of deal. You come right to the point of fruition there, and you can't fucking, Okay, okay, yeah. okay. I can go yes. along with that. You understand, okay. you understand yes, where yes, I'm drawing yes, the yes, parallel. Yes, 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 yes. Because you get to that point where there's ultimate satisfaction that's yes. going to come. But it's elusive, and it stays elusive in the mm-hmm. dream. Because you can sit there and go... And have a dream where you're fucking a celebrity or somebody on mm. your list or whatever the, the case may be. <laughs> yes. And 
yeah, there's like, okay, something happens. Mm. Ooh, the the, the desire is there. But Mm. ultimately, you wake up before any of the fun shit really happens. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I get that. I do. I, I, this is complete distraction, but I have to know Uh-oh. who is on your list and how big is your list. All right, here we go. So the wife and I both have a list, and this oh, is something we share. You guys have this like we, actually recorded and written down. We call this the sexception list. The my sexception friend. list. Yes, I yes. love this. So if any of these individuals actually showed up at our door, and we're like, let's fuck, let's bang now. We're allowed. Wow. There's All authorization. Right. Yes. So for That's me, the understanding from what I got from friends. Yes. I will not divulge my wife's. That's fair. No, that's, that's fair. her business. That's I fair. agree. I, want, I definitely so want to mine, hear yours. Mine is yes. uh, uh, Morena Bakarin. Okay. You know who she is? No idea. Deadpool. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm, nice. Vanessa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very pretty. Charisma Carpenter. Okay. Cordelia mm-hmm. from uh, Buffy. Mm-hmm. Yep, I get, I get, uh, that makes sense with you, absolutely. <laughs> Selma Hayek. That's my only person on my list. All day, I have one, every day. And it is I Selma Hayek. I don't care how fucking old she gets, she could nope. destroy me any I only have one person on my list. Wants. I've only yep. ever had one celebrity yep. crush, and it's Selma yes. Hayek, so I feel you. Ava Green. Ava Green. Ava Green. Whew. Um, Casino Royale. Okay. First Daniel Craig Bond movie. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think I know who you're talking 300 about. 300 Rise of an Army or Rise of the yes. Army. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's yeah. ridiculous. And then the last is my Super Corp uh, <laughs> thing. It's uh, Katie, Katie McGrath. Katie McGrath. She, okay. She plays Lena Luthor on Supergirl. Yes. And she is yeah. amazing. I, I, I knew she was going to be on Irish. Yeah. Green eyes. Uh-huh. Dark hair. She's your little Galway girl. Done. Yep. <laughs> Done. Let's make some babies be. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, yeah, but here's the fucked up part. I never dream about them oh, ever. God, no, 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 no. Of course to, not. Because yeah. God forbid my fucking mind, you know, give me something happy. Right. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, I, I just continue to have these dreams that, that wake me up at night. And uh, where it's I, just, it's just a blissful dream. It, it's really what it is. It, yes. it, it is. And it, it's one of those you just, you, you, ooh, you wake up, you know, you yeah. kind of shake yourself awake and. Because your mind goes, I'm used to misery. Yep. No, and, and this, I honestly, I think that is exactly what you're going through. Yeah. Because I know right now I, I'm running with a high level of stress, and I'm dreaming a lot about, <laughs> this is going to sound really lame, dreaming a lot about this fishing camp I go to, to in Canada. And that's that's my happy place. Right. And I have the vivid dreams of it, and it's just like, and as soon as I'm about to go out on the lake or something... You wake up. Wide awake. <laughs> Every time. So I know exactly what you're talking about. See, that's why I'm enjoying the writing. Because I can make. Because you are. That's your. I can put those mm, dreams in there. I can put those. All of those beautiful. desires and all those. That crazy shit mm-hmm. where I'm attractive and desirable. Oh my God. I can make all of that stuff happen Look, on the page. You're looking good tonight, Josh. Yeah. Mm. I have my. Uh, my shirt that I bought, uh, so I bought Smallville season ten back in the day, mm-hmm. and I got uh, the the a Superman shirt. It's it's gray with the white uh, kind of chalky, mm-hmm. you know, House of L symbol on it, and uh, it's a Smedium. 
And, it is a schmedium. And I'm not a schmedium guy. Look, it looks good on you. I like it. You, you pull off the schmedium. <laughs> yes, my tits. And gray is your fucking color, it man. Is. Let me say, Indeed. Jesus Christ. Indeed. It is. But Makes your eyes pop and oh, everything. God oh, the damn. The eyes pop. But, uh, yeah, the tits and the uh, stomach look terrible. Hey, look. You can see that through my baggy-ass fucking polo I'm wearing right now. Look. That's all right. Truffle shuffle. You're you're a beautiful young man. I'd fuck you. I mean, come on. From the neck up. From the neck up. I'd fuck you. But uh, from from the neck down, probably not. So, yeah, that's that's my world. I'm averaging uh, three to four hours of sleep per night. And at some point, I will go psychotic. Yes, you will. Yes. It's the inevitable end of that story. Inevitable. (laughs) But you know what? You're doing the right things. You're writing. You're writing. I'm writing. That's what's the, the important thing. The, is so the, the writing is helping. You're extending that bliss. You're you're yes. you're doing and you're doing something that you care about that you're passionate about. I am. That's and the I, path to happiness for you, man. And I'm forsaking everything else in order to do that. Fuck everything else. Fuck look, work. You look, fuck it. Hey, are you performing at your job? Yes, you are. So eh, marginally, as well as you need to. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing enough to get by. That's fucking right. You That's know what? Right. It's you know what's more important than that. What's that? Fucking doing what you love. That's right. Doing what you care about, and you're doing that. That's fucking awesome, man. That's right. And you know what? The the sleep will come. It will. It. it, I'm I'm with you on the dream stuff and the waking up in the middle of the night. Fucking terrible. And I I sympathize with you a lot on that. Uh, I hope that that solves itself here soon for you. Hope so, because I'm going to start swallowing swallowing melatonin by. Like the pill, like dozens well, of pills Well, because they come in time. like, what, the 10 milligram pill? I've, I've got the 5 milligram. 5 my, milligram, my, yeah. my doctor slash psych suggested that I don't go over 5 because then it just gets stupid. Yeah? Eh. I don't know. I always have weird-ass dreams when I take melatonin. My wife takes it to go to sleep because she has a hard time getting to sleep. I have weird fucking dreams. That's not when I have like the 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 happy dreams. It's that's when I have the what the fuck dreams. I like the what the fuck dreams though. Those are fun. They're fun. It's I, a rabbit hole you go down. And yes, <laughs> you're terrified when you when you're shaken awake by yes. it, but you're like, ah, I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Dreams are good. Dreams are something that you can look at. Uh, they're not pro- prognosticating anything. No, they're really means. not. There is yeah. no... There, People need to stop reading into that yeah. shit so there, fucking There is much. no collective yeah. consciousness, okay? Yeah. Young was wrong. Let's not <laughs> Let's not buy into that. But yeah. uh, no, dreams Dreams are fun because sometimes they can kickstart kick ideas. That's fucking right. Fucking That's beautifully it. said, sir. What can I do for you? Oh, fuck. I don't remember. Yeah, anymore. I know. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, my problems don't. I don't really have many problems. Your problems don't there. matter to me. They, no, they don't matter really at all. Um, I mean, my main problem, we've talked a lot about this. We both are very busy at our jobs. I'm just finding, uh, and I think we've said this before, there's not enough fucking time in the in the day. There's not right? enough days in the week. Right? And I'm losing my mind over it right now. I have, there is so much shit that I have to do by tomorrow. <laughs> that that it's just and it was like today i've i've been for the past two weeks at work i've been more productive than i think i ever have and i am further behind than i have (laughs) right and it just and, and i'm losing my mind there and then i come home and 
there's so much to do at home and there's chores and, and there's, you know, and, and we have kids. So it's, it's one of those things where you want to go do something with your kids. I, my wife and I had this big talk about this, about how stressed, you know, she's started a new career. She's doing a new thing herself. She's stressing out too, cause she's having to learn this whole new thing and do all this and all that. And so we're both talking about like, okay, we need to do this many date nights a month. We need to do this many nights of alone time a month. And so we're trying to make time to spend, just go out by ourselves and do stuff and kind of be an individual. And so my happy place is obviously fishing and stuff. So this Sunday, I went out and I went fishing mm. by myself. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful. A beautiful day Sunday. It was fucking sunny, 60 degrees, fucking gorgeous. Um, I felt so much goddamn guilt that I didn't take my kids with me the entire time I was out that I don't know how much I enjoyed it. And that's that's really my problem here is like when I actually do find the time to do the alone thing and go out and do the self-care thing, how do I do that and how do I get past the guilt I feel for doing? Because I know I shouldn't feel guilty about doing something for myself, but I feel so guilty every time I do something because I'm like, you know what? This is time I could have brought my kids out here and do this. And I take my kids to do shit all the time, but it fucking kills me that I didn't take them with me on Sunday. Have you ever heard of the concept of uh, compartmentalizing? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that's how you maneuver that. But that's hard. Look, I, look, I, 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 I've developed that well enough with work where when I get home, I've, I've put a wall. Like I'll, my wife and I'll bitch about work a little bit to each other to a healthy amount. We have a time limit we've set to where we feel like it's like, okay, once you go over that, there's other issues we need to address if you're going over this time limit, right? So that's kind of where we're at with that for both of us. Um, And, you know, because I think it's healthy to bitch about work a little bit, but we have to have that separation. So we do. We have this point where it's just like, okay, we're home now. Nothing that happened earlier matters. Right now the kids matter. Each other matters. You know, the kids matter until – eight o'clock when they go to bed <laughs> and then each other right, matters until, right, right. you know, whatever time when vo- one of us passes out on the couch <laughs> or whatever it is. Right, right. Right. And so like that compartmentalization, I've, I've, I've actually gotten much better about it, but you know, I don't know if it's a Catholic guilt thing or what the fuck it is. Yeah. That's what I was raised with. But I feel just the fact I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm out here by myself on a lake in my one-person kayak, and I'm fishing, and I'm doing what I love to do, and it's beautiful out, and there's nothing in the world that's wrong right now, and I feel so guilty about enjoying this because I could have taken my kids out here, and you know, my boy likes fishing, my daughter likes going out and just being out and doing things. So it's like I could have brought them with me and we could just stand on the bank or I could have brought, you know, I could have grabbed my dad's boat, and brought it out here, that kind of shit. And but that's not why I'm supposed to be out there. I'm supposed to be out there to fucking chill, to fucking unwind. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You just said it. Oh my friend, this is where you and I are so different. Mm. Because I'm able to put that in a little box. You can compartmentalize it. Oh, 100%. I can put it away. You don't. I can put it away. Now, do I truly put it away? Does that contribute to the stress and or the guilt that I feel about the various things? This is a fair question. Sure. Probably does. Does it really? Eh. At the time, 
absolutely yes, it does. But what happens when the pot boils over, Josh? Oh, the the pot always <laughs> boils over later on, later on down the road. But yeah. you're like, okay, I'm going to enjoy the moment. The moment. And then and I'm going to move on. That's what I want to do. I think that it is totally appropriate for you to want to have those moments to where you can be you. Mm. Because... Part of the problem that we run into when we have kids is because our identity becomes our children. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's not healthy. Yeah. I can't do that. Now, the problem that I have is that I rebel against that so much that I push to the side things that I should be focusing on. Now, you don't. You try to incorporate your kids in in as much as you can. Mm. And you feel guilt about that. Well, I feel guilt when I don't do it. Well, exactly. You mm. you feel guilt because immense yeah. guilt. Yes. Every time, if they're not involved, every time it's like, oh, yes. I did something I shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. Whereas I am like, eh, whatever. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm happy. I'm going to do what I want and everything else. Mm. Guilt comes along. It's just very subconscious to me. Mm. And I have a hard time identifying it because down the road, that, that's when it's like, oh, well, I'm missing out on some aspects that I should not Interesting. be missing out on. But I ultimately, I don't think you should feel guilty for wanting to spend time with yourself. Mm. You do it in moderation. Yeah. Because you do. I mean, look at it. You do it in moderation. Mm. It's okay for you to go, you know what? I need some time away from the kids. I need some time away from my wife. Mm. I need yeah. I need me time. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. And and, and I understand that. Mal and I have an understanding of that. Both of us that we both have to have that because it's you know hundred percent. Especially for her, where she's working at home most of the time. It's like she her home is her work, and that line gets blurred a lot. And the kids are there, and this and that. You know so. That that gets it to the point where you have to have that alone time, and we both know that, we both understand that, we both talk about that. We're both very big proponents of self care and doing that. But man, I I just can't I can't put it in a box. I can't do it. It's hard. No, don't get me wrong. It's hard, and it's because I am a uh, I don't know uh, sociopath. So I think the, the term you're looking for is artist, but <laughs> hero. Hero. I was say there hero, we go. Hero. But, <laughs> Nonetheless. <laughs> oh, you're my favorite. Oh, my God. Everybody wants to be like Josh and Josh wants to be like everybody else. Uh, but still, it's, um, yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah. No, I, what you're doing and what you're thinking mm-hmm. and how you're feeling is not from an unnatural place. It's, it's totally understandable. Mm. And... It's a balance. As I've said before, everything is about moderation. Mm. You have to make time for yourself. You have to make time for your kids. You may have to make time for your wife. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest failings is that I don't do that. Mm. I focus more on, hey, what makes Josh happy? And you don't do that because you're a better person than I am. <laughs> I don't think that's it at all. No, it is totally. Look, Mike, like, you do. You my- do. <laughs> It's just, it has to do with, uh, I don't know. I was always taught that if I feel good, then something's wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 
you, you and I were raised in the same fucking place, my friend. We just went different yeah. directions. Oh, oh. oh my God, you're happy? Something's wrong. You should not be happy. Uh, no, it's not allowed. That's uh, the funny thing is, uh, like, my mom, uh, she was raised Roman Catholic, and she carried a lot of those principles with her. Um, but she denounced the church because of that. Because of those principles, she completely denounced the church, and I still ended up becoming Catholic. Because there's, there's, <laughs> there, of course there is, because there's the built-in guilt. I right? mean, it's just that's, oh, that's yeah. part of Catholicism is it that is. there's guilt built in. Yep. Oh, absolutely, and that was it. Is it? It's it's guilty. You, you're guilty by feeling feeling okay about anything, and and I don't know. That's always been a thing to me, and I know uh, my you know I, I don't know. You know, but you don't know. Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> what can I tell you that will reassure you? Um, I mean, just I, tell me I'm pretty, and I'll move I, on. I, I look. I want to tell you the truth. I, yeah, I don't, no, and I, but yeah, no, because I, because in my opinion, I think you're okay. You are much I more that. focused on keeping your family mm. intact and being he- being healthy about it than I ever am. So mm. that's how can I can, can how can I convince you of that and not make it seem like I'm blowing smoke up your ass. Well, I don't know, fucking put some electrodes on the side of my head and shock me a few Ooh. times like <laughs> that shit's ingrained, man. Like I, know. I, I can't I know. break out of it and we, it's, we it, are incapable of being happy and content. Right? That's yes. Yeah. Yep. It's bullshit. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> you ruined me. <laughs> And see, I can't even blame my parents. I think they I did know. a great job. Yeah, I know. I just. They did their best. Yep. Yeah, that's it. I yeah. think society shapes us in a way on that too. Is, yeah. You know, you're expected. Well, here's the thing. When especially get, as a father, you're expected to be the giver. When we get to our age, though, it's our choices that make us who we are. Our choices define us. Yeah, they do. They do yes, indeed, they do. and that's uh, why we are where we are. Because I can't blame mom and dad anymore. I can't. No, we have to take accountability for our yeah. own selves. Yep, yeah, exactly. That's absolutely and, right. And Extreme uh, ownership, man. And I lit the fire that burned it all down. <laughs> all of it. I brought the gas can. Yeah, well, we all do. I think. Yes. I think it's a it's a part of it's a part of growing and, and and learning. I think you do have to burn it all down at one point and bring it back. Yep, and that's the hard part, man. Well, the phoenix rising from the ashes. Phoenix rises from that's the ashes. That's right. That's right. Rises from the ashes. Rises brother. from Hulkamania the ashes. Hulkamania will ride again. <laughs> brother. <laughs> brother. Brother. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We took a little break there because uh, I had to pee. Now, I did a thing while I was peeing. Oh, you did? I brought a bag of checks Mix with me. What, you brought that with you oh, while you were yeah, absolutely. I, we I, were sharing that. I opened the bag. No, I didn't pee on the bag itself. But you just shoved your pee-covered hand in there. I, no, I, I, no, no, no. I ate from the bag. I opened the bag, okay. pissing with no hands. Okay, yeah. No hands, my friend. Yes, sir. Professional. Oh, yes. Because I'm a goddamn professional. That's fucking right. Ate the Chex Mix out of the bag, mm. not touching it with the hands. <laughs> And came You're back fine. and shared it you with you. You can touch it with your hands. I yes, that's fine. It. That's fine. I wash my hands. <laughs> my penis is clean. 
I know. I There's cleaned, no herpes. I cleaned it earlier. That's right. There's no herpes. <laughs> With my mouth. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, things? Things, please. Oh, my God. This is getting harder and harder That's to come up said. with the things. <laughs> Dicks. Anyways. Let's go. So, I was having a very difficult time this week trying mm. to find, come up with a thing. Yeah. So, the list that I have come up with, some of these that I found on here are a thing. Okay. However, having sex in weird places is not really... A thing. Hmm. Well. It's more of a thing because there are places that I've never had sex in. Okay. Okay? All right. All right. Okay. Will you allow it? I will allow it. You will allow it. I like this. All right. That's fine. I like the direction this is going. All right. So this was a list I found on multiple websites. I had to, like, combine some of them to make it interesting because, Mm. you know, cherry picking is what the internet is all about, right? Mm-hmm. That's what That's we do. That's fucking right. All right, so let's talk about places that people have fucked in that are eh, a little out there. This is a dangerous one. A playground in a swing. Dude. That's a very dangerous one. Ah. That's a close to a felony dangerous yeah, one. Yeah, right. What happens what happens when you get caught for that, Michael? Yeah, uh you get arrested. What do you, <laughs> what, do you what do you have to register as at I that point? I believe it starts with sex offender. Yes, it does, Michael. <laughs> so folks, uh let's be careful of the playground. Fuck. <laughs> I, I hey, I love the hustle, but yes. hey. Ooh, that's a problem nowadays. <laughs> I get exhibitionism, man, but you gotta you gotta pick your you gotta pick your moment. You gotta be you gotta be careful with that. The Target parking lot. All right. Yeah. I mean, I may have. May yeah. Have been there. No. No. I'm, I'm Actually, I don't know if I have the Target parking lot. I on the hood of a car in a church parking lot. On the hood of a car. That's brazen. I've done the hood of the car. Damn. That's right. Now, folks. I'm sharing experiences that happened throughout my life. Mm-hmm. I've been married for 15 years. Yes. No, that shit's out the window. No, actually, the <laughs> wife and I have done some fun stuff. But yeah. uh, no, uh, uh, the hood of a car, done done several times. Nice. Yes. Yes. Here's my favorite, mm. or one of, at a family reunion. What? Hopefully not with someone... <laughs> Hopefully not with one of your family members, right? If it's a distant cousin, eh, we'll let it go. But Quick segue. One time I went to a family reunion in San Diego. <laughs> oh, God, no. This is when I was young. And my brother met this chick on the beach. Uh, it was Coronado Beach we were at. And he met this chick and he hit it off with her. And she was really pretty. And then we, uh, and they like started walking on the beach together and they were like, you know, all fucking hot and heavy on each other. Then we went to the family reunion that night. She was there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, Jesus, no. Oh, it was fucking amazing. Oh, okay. And look, and look, it only gets weird when they have kids. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's when there's a problem. Uh, they stopped after a, a little while after. I think they kept going for a minute. <laughs> All right. Somebody did anal in a in an election booth. Ain't, that's very specific. Props. I know they like went out of the way to say I got fucked in the ass in, yeah. in an election booth. And well, that, I mean, don't and, we all? Bravo. <laughs> well, 
Figuratively or literally. Oh, it's shit. A, God damn. That's fucking nuts. So here's one that hits close to my heart. Oh, uh, let's hear it. A woman lost her virginity in a movie theater. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucked so much in a movie theater. <laughs> oh, God. Bear in mind, I worked there. Yes, he worked so there. So you're I, talking projection I, booth. Yeah, and, there, yeah, yeah, the booth, the theater, the fucking popcorn stand. I, I didn't give a shit. Mm. Wherever, the management office. Uh, you uh, wonder you, why the floor is sticky in movie That's theaters. right. It had nothing to do with the popcorn, folks. <laughs> It's all about me. Now, hey, let's talk about wedding days, right? Yes. Wedding days. Wedding day. Day of. So one of these is like they, uh, uh, hold on, uh, consummated their love in the courthouse restroom before getting married. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Okay, baller. Good for them. Baller. That's baller. awesome. Um, my ex-wife at the reception. Yeah. Yeah. At the reception before. Dang. Yeah. No, I, I didn't, didn't even make it back to the hotel room. God damn it. I fucking put my seal Dang. on it and I owned it. So <laughs> God damn it. I was, <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, I was young and stupid. Yeah. So I didn't know any better. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Uh, in a pool close to the parents. Oh, oh, that's weird. I'm sorry. That's, uh, hmm. There's something ninja about being able to bang somebody in the vicinity of the parents. I, 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 personally okay. speaking, okay. back in the day, there was something All about right, Yes, that. when you don't have another option. Not even that. Really? Yeah. You like the expedition? Oh, that. my God. It's so awesome. But the, like this reads to me as like, yeah, I can look at my parents and I'm banging this chick. That's weird to me. That's like the... Uh, Fair enough. You, you see what I, where I'm at? Oh, I, I, I kind of get what you're saying yeah, no, a little no, no, no. bit. It, 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 it's it, the thrill of the thrill of the getting caught. Yes, yes, yes. Ulti- I get that. Ulti- I've been there. Ultimately, that's what it boils down to. It doesn't matter if it's parents, the public, law enforcement, whatever. It's it's just about. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I've been caught by all. <laughs> we can get stuck. We we can get caught by somebody. Ooh, let's see what my, happens. My dad met my wife in the driveway in the back seat of my truck. Damn. <laughs> Did you keep going? That's the question. No, that did abruptly stop. It's a little tap, tap at the window. Because fuck that shit. I'm finishing. That's why I'm there. The job Damn. is getting done. Mom and dad can wait. Oh Mom my and God. dad can wait. Here is, in my opinion, the zenith as far as weird places to fuck. Children's birthday party. That's weird. Right. I mean, I get it. No one wants to be there. You Nobody wants to be anything there. Anything else to do. E- even if there's good food and open bar, you still don't want to be there. No, you don't. No. Kids' but birthday it, parties are the fucking worst. But if you can sneak off to the bathroom and knock one out. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely get it. Oh, I get it too. How about this? Uh, grandma's closet. While grandma's in the house. <laughs> I think this kind of boils back down to the uh, the uh, your ninja thing there. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's talk about restaurant bathrooms. Restaurant bathrooms. Ah. Mm, Josh, you you have a knowing look in your eyes. Many, (laughs) many times. One of my favorite places (laughs) to have some some, uh, sweaty time Mm. was uh, definitely restaurant bathrooms of some kind or another. Yes. Mm. 
I'm not saying you bend her over into the toilet. I'm just saying that. <laughs> you are swirly. <laughs> not quite. No. They call that the Harvard donut, actually. But the Blumpkin is not out of the question, my friend. The Blumpkin is not out of the question. <laughs> yeah! God damn! Yeah, look that up, fuckers. Uh, yes. Or re listen to the early episodes. Whatever. I don't fucking care. <laughs> We got a lot of these. We're like, oh, I was in the restaurant parking lot, and like, yeah, we, 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 we all, all done, done it. Done yeah, that, yeah, seriously, the 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 ultimate uh, you know sign of a professional is mm. fucking in a car, no matter what size it is. That's true. Yeah, all the way, you know, something from a Prius all the way up to a full size SUV. Back seat of F one fifty, and nope. I'm talking F one fifty, not. King cab or anything no, like that. I'm talking, just, just the, you have one door that you yes. have to open the driver or the passenger uh-huh. door to open the other uh-huh. door. Yeah. That's, that's where, that's where I, uh, it, it, she's getting the stick shift in her ass basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, that's where I learned. Yeah, that's it's Hey, that's a natural DP right there. It's just, <laughs> I, I hit her here. The stick shift hits her there. There's nothing wrong with that. That's how no. the first Fast and the Furious movie came about. Actually. <laughs> it's all about family. <laughs> it's all about family. Hey, I have a trampoline in my backyard. Do you? Uh, no, I don't. No. I used to when I was a kid. Trampoline well, Wrestling Federation. Some baby. people have told you, right? <laughs> you can wrestle on it, and apparently you can fuck on it, too. I, I can imagine. I have a trampoline in my backyard. Have you tried it? Too much exposure. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I'm in my 40s. I'm, I'm over that. <laughs> Yes. Here's one that I have not, nor will I probably ever, a graveyard. That's a lot. Mausoleum, maybe, because you're covered from the rain and the elements, but uh, not in the graveyard itself. Mm. Yes. The beach. Sand. Sand is my big thing here. It's a problem. That's a problem. It's a problem. I worry about that. Yeah. Done it, though. (laughs) Worth the hustle. I feel like you're reading this list, just checking it off as you go. Oh no, no, no! There, were, there yep. was there was there was a yep. lot of these where I'm like, yep. check, 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 check. <laughs> the beach is magical. Yeah, the beach is magical. Well, you got the ocean, the sounds yeah, of the waves, it's the, the smell of the ocean. I mean, mm, it's it's all of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. And if she smells like fish, you know, it goes right along with tell. the ocean. You don't even know <laughs> what's happening. You don't even know, but oh, yes, man. the sand is a uh, is a deterrent at times, mm-hmm. and you you have to avoid it. That's the point of the towel, the big mm-hmm. towel, not big not, towel. not just the towel. Oh, I'm drying myself off. Mm-hmm. No, you got to get that big fucking towel blanket almost and, and encourage cowgirl. Indeed, sir. Mm-hmm. Indeed, because there's nothing worse than sand-filled pussy. Mm. It is the worst. Sounds like a bad time all around. It is a bad time for everyone. <laughs> Nobody likes sand-filled pussy. Nobody. So those are some of the places that might be things where people fuck. Wow. Was that worth anything? It was educational. Was it now? Yes, it was. I feel like I've learned a lot. And I have some new goals. So I'll have to- the, 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 car, <laughs> the car was always the one. That was right. The, no, that was the, that was you know. Yeah. Like I said, that's where I I got broken in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, for sure. You get creative in the car. Well, you have to look. Yeah. I had a truck. I was sixteen, seventeen years old. What else was I gonna do? <laughs> you couldn't go anywhere else. Couldn't go to mom and dad's yeah. house because yeah, got a portable, not very comfortable. 
Right, right. <laughs> that backseat was so skinny. If you had a hat, you see, here's the thing. When you had a hatchback, mm. you could get in the back of the hatchback. Oh, yeah. And there was that. Yep. If you had a minivan, oh yeah, God bless America, because mm-hmm. you had the minivan. You, oh, yeah. you could you could almost fit a queen size in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The other truck, I always thought, you know, I'll stick a mattress in the back. We'll go out to the beach, have some yeah. fun, that kind of thing. That never happens like that's a, that. That's a pipe dream. Yep. It's a pipe dream. My godmother told me that's how she imagined I would lose my virginity. <laughs> she was my moral compass, Josh. Your godmother was your moral compass? <laughs> well, she, she was supposed to be. That's what the godmother is supposed to be. <laughs> well, you know, the godparents are supposed to be real. You know, the parents are like, you know, they they, they yeah. shadow everything. But the godparents are supposed to be the ones that she go. Was, she was pretty real at the at the time. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Here's the th- here, bottom line. Mm. When you're in your mid-20, mid to late 20s, mm. you'll fuck anywhere. You don't care. Look, from the time you're 16 on. Ah, all right. As far as speaking from my experience. Guys, kinda, yes. Guys from yeah. 16 till yeah, you get to a certain point. You're, you're just like, kind of like, yeah, wherever, man. It's cool. Where can I stick this yeah. in? Are there people watching? I mean, I don't think they're paying attention. Like, right, right, right. <laughs> you'll they're, make any excuses. They're distracted. You're not going to come because I will. So who cares? But, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do this thing wherever we are. And then you get to a certain age and you're like, yeah, criminal charges may come along with this yeah. whole thing. It takes the wind out of the sails. I'm so not going to fuck <laughs> in the uh, junior high school uh, parking lot because, uh, yeah. I don't want to be put on a list. I don't want to be a sex offender. No. Thank you, though. Yeah. Thank you so much, though. Michael. To clarify that, he's not saying he would fuck junior high school. He's fucking <laughs> in the junior high school parking lot. Look. The exposure is the felony. All, <laughs> all, all of these things that I'm referring to. Have to do with two adults, okay? There's no fucking dogs. There's no fucking kids. There's none of that. No fucking dolphins. Nothing. No right? dolphin fucking. No dolphin fucking. Even though Mike can completely condones that, but <laughs> Michael, I don't know if that's where we landed on it. Yes, sir. Michael, goddammit, it! What do you got? Oh, nothing important. So, like you, I struggled to come up struggles. with struggles. Struggles, man. Snuggle, so, struggle. Um, I couldn't find. A lot of really heavy stuff for you this time. So I decided we're going to play a game for mine. Oh, I love games. This is Two Truths and a Lie. Oh! You are familiar. Oh, I'm familiar. Okay, so I think this is this is something we might do again if it goes well. And I don't have a really great one for you this week, but I have one that I enjoyed that I think might trip you up. So okay. I'm going to do this one. All right, so I'm going to give you three things. Oh, two and truths t- and one lie. Two truths and one lie. You know right. how it works. Oh, all I right. know the game. All right. All right, so well, number one, that's all. Mine's all. This one, this week's all history based. By the very way. good, history. sir. All right, all right, all right. The Romans used to buy bottles of Portuguese urine and use that as mouth rinse. Okay. Number two, uh, Napoleon Bonaparte was under five foot four. Okay. And number three, Pope Pius II was into erotic fiction, the porn of the time. <sighs> I have to pick the lie, right? Yeah, to pick the lie. So you've got uh, Romans using Portuguese. Yeah, the best for the thing, and Napoleon was short and pious, like literatica. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm not going to look at my phone. All right. No, I'm not. No online, no nothing. I'm going to go with the Napoleon was a lie. Interesting. 
And? Well, Napoleon Bo- uh, Bonaparte was actually slightly taller than the average Frenchman of the time. At, he was at he was five foot seven. So you are correct, sir. Thank you. Yes. Woo! So they believe that uh, because he chose him, his Imperial Guards based on height, right? Uh, and that, and then also just slander of the time and people, you know, he, trying to defame him. And he had an issue. That. He had a huge. He had a lot of yes, issues. Yes. yes. Uh, this is why they call it the Napoleon Complex these days. Mm-hmm. Fun fact about him, though, he uh, uh, once was chased by over th- or by about three thousand rabbits. <laughs> so he had commissioned a rabbit hunt and requested three thousand rabbits, and so they went and got him. And when the, he said release the rabbits, they turned and chased him, and him and his men had to flee. That's fascinating, but let's focus on the other two truths. <laughs> so yes, so Pope Pius II actually wrote a popular erotic book of the time called Tale of Two Lovers. Aww. So he wrote that before his uh, before he was a pope. Okay, it was before, but he was. I mean, it, there's a lot of reading into it. That right, they, right, he was right. super into it. Right. And then the Romans actually did definitely use Portuguese urine, uh, purchase Portuguese urine to use as mouth rinse. They believed the ammonia ammonia in it was a disinfectant and whitened teeth. Um, and it actually remained a popular mouthwash ingredient in many parts of Europe until the 18th century. Look, y'all, the Romans. As far as technological advancements were amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Absolutely. They did some pretty cool stuff, man. However, <laughs> <clears throat> some of the shit that they believed in mm. was out of control. Mm-hmm. The gods, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. using using pee as mouthwash. Oh, yeah. Just a sample. Oh, yeah. Well, no, you look at it. Look what, uh, if you read, like, uh, about Caligula. And the shit he did, because he basically spat in the face of a lot of that shit. Well, just hey, hey, look, look, y'all. Caligula may not have been good at, at you know, being a dictator. <laughs> do you know how to? Go, he know how to go, do a good time. Oh fuck! He yes, knew he how did. to have a good time. <laughs> he did. Oh my god! Because being an emperor is not synonymous with having a good time, and no. Caligula couldn't figure that out. I was out. like, nope, my horse is going to be a priest or whatever the hell. We're going to fuck everything. Everybody and everything, everything is going to fuck. That's right. All that's, the time. That's right. Mm. Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. <laughs> All right. Do you, do you think Caesar... <laughs> do you think Caesar would have... If he'd have seen the future, would have been like, what the fuck? Probably, yeah. Julius, Julius, not not, not Augustus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not Augustus. Julius, Aug- Aug- yes. Augustus would have been like, yeah, it's possible. Yeah, I'm like, all right, that's he, fair. He was, <laughs> he was much smarter than Julius was, but Julius probably would have been like, yeah, <laughs> could happen. Not <laughs> oh, live in Roman uh, times. Who knows? But mm. hey, next week, what are we doing? Oh, I don't know. There's a few options, huh? What did I send you today? Was it Crush? Crush. I'm feeling sappy, dude. Yeah. Hey, I'm down. I I want love story shit. Mm. So we want a story about a crush. Yeah, except it's high school. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, it'll take us back to a simpler time. (laughs) We were simple at one point, right, Michael? I believe so. I believe so, too. But uh, we know Doctor Strange soon. Soon. I think what... It is coming. Not next episode, but I think the episode after I that so. is going to be a little multiverse of madness. Yes, and sir. God help us all. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So, yeah, uh, Crush is the um, 
front runner, but yes, I ain't going to say that's going to happen. I, I commit to nothing because that's my life and I commit to And nothing. sometimes on like Sunday night, one of us is like, oh my God, I saw this thing. And yeah, we right, watched that instead right. of what we were going that's to exa- or in addition to. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what fucking happens. So, hey, strap in, folks. We'll mm. see what happens. But uh, I got to say, Doug, we love you, buddy. We do. We're, uh, I don't do prayers or thoughts or any of that shit, but we're pulling for you, fe- fella. He's tugging for you. I'm tugging. There we go. Oh, Josh tugs for you. Yikes. <laughs> Love you, Doug. Not quite that, but no, Doug, we, we wish you a speedy recovery. So, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I'm still looking for genitalia nicknames. Absolutely. I need more. So, hey, email contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. Facebook, the Morally Flexible Podcast. Twitter at the Morally. Michael, what is our Instagram Morally underscore flexible underscore podcast. Fucking a god damn it. It's like he's the real co-host <laughs> of this show. So on behalf of Michael and myself, I bid you adieu. Say good night, Michael. Good night, Michael. I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul-mouthed biddies have an always casual, often comedic... What? I think we're funny. ...and sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down nostalgia lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.